0: Y'all know how it go. Y'all know how it do. We done been here many times before. Be here many times again. Hell yeah. Many time, th- again. many time again. Many times again. Started like that. God damn. I know. Welcome to the nightclub where Trevor posts picture of his gumbo and grits and gumbo on the Discord, cool cup. Yeah, cup. <laughs> Feel yeah, the rhythm. Feel the ride. It's by flip time. Oh. Damn. Took it a whole other direction, but I'm I'm cool with it. Look at Ricky. Look at him.
1: What? What I'm doing?
0: You just, you look like a like a little phone freak right now. I'm a little <laughs> phone
2: freak, bro. Look, you I and are... also
0: y'all are twinning. No,
2: I was putting a picture of a puppy in the Discord. Oh.
0: No,
2: I oh, I'll I'll right, I'll, I'll, Yeah, I'll
3: be
0: right back. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go look at that. Yeah, I want to hold that little puppy. I want just... to hold
1: that little puppy.
4: I pet that dog.
2: Well, well, then I won't even tell you that 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 little puppy, the white one, doesn't have much of a bright future ahead of it.
0: <laughs> oh, why? Oh, uh, hashtag, hashtag you gonna die?
2: When you, t- when you take two Shelties that are Merrills and you mate them together, there's a a genetic possibility that they're born deaf and blind. Oh, oh no! Oh.
0: Can I pet that deaf dog? Well, Can I pet still... that deaf dog?
2: There's a person. There's a person in the rescue who specializes in deaf and blind dogs who will take it. So,
3: you know what? If, that's actually if, pretty cool of them. If if that's the case, so,
1: yeah, I, yeah, man. I, I would love. I would love to be able to have the money and the patience to be like, give me all the deaf, blind, dumb Helen Keller animals of the world, and I'm just gonna take them all in.
3: We accept every Ricky of every generation. Yeah.
0: Every, all the, Ricky <laughs> all the deaf blind idiot dogs of the universe
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah I guess I'm just I'm too much of a realist I just see a burlap sack in that thing's future but that's so, <laughs> that well you know well I don't I don't I don't know what it takes to do it so that's just my that's my go-to response just well I don't know I wouldn't want to go through the world deaf and blind I mean that just doesn't sound fun at all but sounds like Metallica maybe it could be maybe it could be <laughs> a good thing
4: you
5: that, no. You that, yeah. you that,
1: no you you. That, vampires like you are a species you're just infected a virus a sexually transmitted
5: disease. i'll tell you what we are sister we're the top of the fucking food chain you gave frost a message from me
1: you tell him it's open season and all suck You better wake up. The world you live in is just a sugar-coated topic. There is another world beneath it. The real world. And if you want to survive it, you better learn to pull the trigger. I'm going to be naughty. I'm going to be a naughty vampire god. <laughs>
0: Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate on bills. Welcome to the nightclub, where we are the ones who ice skate uphill and raise the blood god. I'm your host this evening, Count Travula, and I'm joined by... (laughs) Trevor! No. Whose turn is it? It's one of y'all's. Oh, it's your boy, Francis Ford Coppola. How (laughs) y'all doing? Get back in the casket, Francis Ford, and stay off of the social medias. Nobody wants you there. We are also joined by... Ride and shoe, grind house zombie boys. Gr- grind shoe. <laughs> <laughs> grind what? shoe zombie.
2: I what? said grind house. Grind house.
0: Zombie. Oh, I thought, you, I thought you said grind shoe zombie. I was like, holy I shit, he's a say, cobbler now. I did not say grind shoe <laughs> zombie. Ride and shoe, grind house zombie
2: boys. Ride and shoe, Grindhouse zombie boys. Grind shoe, Grindhouse zombie boys.
4: Damn. i don't
1: know where you heard grind shoe at but i i picture him being a cobbler yeah, yeah. no uh-uh. a, a blood cobbler
0: <laughs> blood cobble all of those fucking little blind idiot dogs oh shit i made myself <laughs> sad mid-sentence i'm
2: not gonna be fucking curb stomping that blind what the fuck <laughs> right <Price. laughs> A burlap sack is one thing. I'm not curb stomping no blind yeti of dogs.
0: Uh-uh. Uh. And the Jesus. the guy, the guy that was trying to skip the line a second ago is a friend of the show, the host of Fixie's Playground, Trevor Jordan Blanchard. Uh, thank you for being here. You big silly son of a bitch. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> are you, you, you going to assist Grindhouse in curb stomping the dogs? I mean, I'll provide him with a burlap sack if he really needs one. But put put that dog that's, in that's the about sack. As far as I'm gonna go, you could put the dog in the sack, and I'm gonna be in the background. Can I curb stop that dog? <laughs> 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 oh shoot! Yeah, we're off to a great start. I Mistakes love it. Have yeah, been made. tremendous, <laughs> tremendous <Yes>. start.
2: Has, <laughs> hashtag yeah. tremendous start.
0: Yes, yeah. Uh, tonight me. we're gonna talk about one. Well. Trev brought a movie to the table, and uh, we're going to talk about Blade from 1998. That's going to be the midnight ritual this evening. Before we get into that, though, I want to talk about those blood-sucking freaks known as vampires.
2: Also known as ex-wives, too, in some circles.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I thought they were soul suckers. I mean, I guess
0: it's the same thing, right? That vital essence, (laughs) cuz. That when, all be... set,
2: when all something's said and done, something's empty It doesn't matter if it's your heart, your wallet Or your soul, something's empty
0: I just hope it's my balls uh, Oh
2: okay. <laughs>
0: is a mythical creature that subsists by feeding on the vital essence, energies, or blood of the living. In European folklore, vampires are undead creatures that often visited loved ones and caused mischief or deaths in the neighborhoods which they inhabited while they were alive. Vampiric entities have been recorded in cultures from throughout the realm, and the term vampire itself was popularized in Western Europe ...after reports of an 18th century mass hysteria of pre-existing belief in Eastern Europe... ...that in some cases resulted in corpses being staked and people being accused of vampirism. In modern times, the vampire is generally held to be a fictitious entity... ...although belief in similar vampiric creatures, such as the chupacabra, still persists in some cultures early folk belief in vampires has sometimes been ascribed to the ignorance of the body's process of decomposition after death and how people in pre-industrial societies tried to rationalize this, creating the figure of the vampire to explain the mysteries of death. The charismatic and sophisticated vampire of modern fiction was born in 1819 with the publication of The Vampire by the English writer John Polidori. The story was highly successful and arguably the most influential vampire work of the early 19th century. Bram Stoker's 1897 novel, Dracula, is remembered as the quintessential vampire novel and provided the basis for the modern vampire legend, even though it was published after fellow Irish author Joseph Sheridan Le Fanu's 1872 novel, Carmilla. The success of this book spawned a distinctive vampire genre, still popular to today within books, television shows, video games, and film. The vampire has since become a dominant figure in the horror genre. The word vampire as "vampire" first appeared in English in 1732 in news reports about vampire epidemics in Eastern Europe. After Austria gained control of northern Serbia with the Treaty of Passerowitz in 1718, officials noted the local practice of exhuming bodies and, quote-unquote, killing vampires. The notion of vampirism has existed for millennia. Cultures such as the Mesopotamians, Hebrews, ancient Greeks, Manipuri, and Romans had tales of demons and spirits, which are considered precursors to modern vampires. Despite the occurrence of vampiric creatures in these ancient civilizations, The folklore for the entity known today as the vampire originates almost exclusively in 18th century southeastern Europe, when verbal traditions of many ethnic groups of the region were recorded and published. In most cases, vampires are revenants of evil beings, suicide victims, or witches, but they can also be created by a malevolent spirit possessing a corpse, or by being bitten by a vampire. Belief in such legends became so pervasive, that in some areas it caused mass hysteria and even public executions of people believed to be vampires the causes of vampiric generation were many and varied in the original folklore in slavic and chinese traditions any corpse that was jumped over by an animal particularly a dog or a cat was feared to become one of the undead a body with a wound that had not been treated with boiling water was also at risk In Russian folklore, vampires were said to have once been witches or people that rebelled against the Russian Orthodox Church while they were alive. Cultural practices often arose that were intended to prevent a recently deceased loved one from turning into an undead revenant. Burying a corpse upside down was widespread, as was placing earthly objects, such as scythes or sickles, near the grave to satisfy any demons entering the body. ...or to appease the dead so that it would not wish to arise from its coffin. The method resembles the ancient Greek practice of placing an obelisk in the corpse's mouth... ...to pay a toll to cross the river Styx in the underworld. Other methods commonly practiced in Europe for vampire prevention included severing the tendons at the knees... ...and placing poppy seeds, millet, or sand on the ground at the gravesite of a presumed vampire... This was intended to keep the vampire occupied all night by counting the fallen grains. I guess they have some kind of counting fetish. Similar Chinese narratives state that if a vampiric being came across a sack of rice, it would have to count every grain. They'd have a hell of a time at a Cajun cookout. There are many rituals used to identify a vampire. One method of finding a vampire's grave involved leading a virgin boy through a graveyard or church grounds on a virgin stallion the horse would supposedly balk at the grave in question corpses thought to be vampires were generally described as having a healthier appearance than expected plump and showing little to no signs of decomposition in some cases when suspected graves were opened villagers even described the corpse as having fresh blood from a victim all over its face evidence that a vampire was active in a given locality Included death of cattle, sheep, relatives, or neighbors. Folkloric vampires could also make their presence felt by engaging in minor poltergeist style activities, such as hurling stones on roofs or moving household objects and pressing on people in their sleep. Apotropiacs, or items able to ward off the revenants, are common in vampiric folklore. Garlic is a common example, a branch of wild rose and hawthorn. sometimes associated with causing harm to vampires and in Europe mustard seeds would be sprinkled on the roof of a house to keep them away crucifixes rosary holy water all of these are common in keeping away vampires some folklore also states that vampires are unable to walk on consecrated ground such as that of churches or temples or unable to cross running water Although not traditionally regarded as an apotropiac, mirrors have been used to ward off vampires when placed facing outwards on a door. In some cultures, vampires do not have a reflection and sometimes do not cast a shadow, perhaps a manifestation of the vampire's lack of a soul. This attribute is not universal, but was used by Bram Stoker in Dracula and has remained popular with subsequent authors and filmmakers. Some traditions also hold that a vampire cannot enter a house unless invited by the owner. After the first invitation, they can come and go as they please. And though folkloric vampires were believed to be more active at night, they were not generally considered vulnerable to sunlight. Methods of destroying suspected vampires varied, with staking the most commonly cited method, particularly in South Slavic cultures. Ash was the preferred wood in Russia and the Baltic states, or hawthorn in Serbia with a record of oak in Silesia. Aspen was also used for stakes, as it was believed that Christ's cross was made from aspen. Potential vampires were most often staked through the heart, though the mouth was targeted in Russia and northern Germany and the stomach in northeastern Serbia. Piercing the skin of the chest was a way of deflating the bloated vampire. This is similar to the practice of anti-vampire burial burying sharp objects, such as sickles, with the corpse so that they may penetrate the skin of the body if it bloats significantly. Decapitation was also a prevention method in Germany and western Slavic areas, with the head buried between the feet, behind the buttocks, or away from the body, so they would shove a vampire's head up its own ass to get rid of it. (laughs) Nice. This act was seen as a way of hastening the departure of the soul, which in some cultures was said to linger in the corpse. The vampire's head, body, or clothes would also be spiked and pinned to the earth to prevent rising. Romani people drove steel or iron needles into the corpse's heart and placed bits of steel in its mouth, over the eyes, ears, and between the fingers at the time of burial. They also placed hawthorn in the corpse's socks and drove a hawthorn stake through its legs. In a 16th century burial near Venice, A brick forced into the mouth of a female corpse has been interpreted as a vampire-slaying ritual by archaeologists who discovered it in 2006. In Bulgaria, over 100 skeletons with metal objects embedded into the torso have been discovered. Further measures included pouring boiling water over the grave or complete incineration of the body. This is but a tip of the iceberg in the folklore of the vampire. We could seriously do a series of episodes on this creature. You look at modern literature from the 18th century up until today, you look at films, which we're going to cover in a minute, and you'll see that this creature persists not only in our culture, but in the darkest parts of our imagination.
4: I've made some real big mistakes. Damn
0: vampire. After that creature. Yeah, bless you. After that. that, Whoa, what a way to come out of a segment. After that creature feature that you got right there, a little bit of vampire lore. We're going to present to you kind listeners our fucking top five favorite vampire films. I'm not going to say of all time because I'm pretty sure my list is going to change tomorrow. But uh
1: sure, sure, sure.
0: that's just that's just how we how we gonna roll tonight. Let's uh sink our fangs into this. I got one honorable mention before we even dive into the list itself. And it's I, I wanted to bring it up because it's not a movie. It's not a movie. Okay. It's not a movie? What no, is it? It's a it's a limited series written and directed by Mike Fucking Flanagan. You can watch it on Netflix. Well, I agree. Midnight Mass, bro. Yeah, yeah, baby. It's a honestly. A if 10. Midnight
1: Mass were a were a film, it might would be my number one. It would honestly. be my
0: number one too. Yeah, as well. I,
1: I just I am feeling some midnight
0: fucking mass. Yeah. So that's a little fun honorable mention, um. But my number five from 2022, directed by Mark Polonia. Ooh, this, I like that name, Polonia. This, this is just in here for the fun. It's Sharkula. <laughs> oh, hell yeah! I did! <laughs> no. Combined sharks no. and vampires <laughs> and low-budget trash-ass cinema. Dude, Ain't...
1: Sharkula's a fucking tin, so I don't care. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a fucking 10. If you want to okay. have fun, like a, unlimited amounts of fun, that's the movie that you want to go for. <laughs> I could have picked any other... I could have even just said Blade, but I wanted to give this movie a little bit of love. Just a little bit. Sure, sure, sure. Hell yeah. All the love. Ricky Schnicky, give us your number five, please.
1: Well, before I go to my number five, I kind of want to just shout out a little movie I think needs more love. Mm -hmm. A little honorable mention. From 2011, directed by Scott Stewart. Anybody got me? No. Priest. Nice. Starring, starring Paul Bettany and Carl Urban. Mm. It's not my number five, but it was very close. It's just a very immersive comic book hor- style horror movie, like action movie. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. But for my number five, and I know Travis knew this was going to be on my list from 2019, directed by Justin Dix, <laughs> starring Alith- Alitha, Alitha Thoverland Yeah. We got Blood Vessel. Oh, okay. Fun as fuck movie with some of the coolest vampires ever, ever. Mm. As well as my uh, honorable mention, just cool vampire designs and fun movies. So that's my number five, Blood Vessel. Watch it. Dope. Very dope. We've already covered it on the show, so I don't need to say nothing else about it.
0: Yeah, check out the episode... I don't remember the note. I think it's episode number 98. It's called Titanica Vampirica or something like that. Yeah. Check it out. What you got for us? Grind house. Grind shoe.
2: (laughs) Um, I didn't put mine in particular order just because my, what I think of something changes all the fucking time. So one of, okay. I'm going to preface this. I don't really like vampire movies. I never really have never been my thing. Right.
0: We're kinda in the same the same blood vessel.
2: Yeah. But uh one of the better ones out there is the movie we're talking about tonight, Blade. Um Mm. you know, spawned a bunch of a bunch of sequels, some spin offs, some T V shows. The character's fucking fantastic. I mean Wesley Snipes, I mean But wouldn't have been for that little tax problem. I think he would have been uh, you know, kicking ass and taking names in probably this series and a bunch of other stuff. It just and i know he's kind of making a comeback but uh blade is just a good damn movie good lore good everything fun to watch doesn't have to be a halloween watch doesn't have to be a horror watch it can be an action watch you know um so just sure, a, sure.
0: just a good movie Hell Hell yeah. The, yeah look at trevor fussing the shit out of his kids look at him <laughs> <laughs>
2: Speak, speaking of a burlap sack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, true. you got any honorable mentions
3: or you wanted to say uh, them? I, I'll, I'll drop a couple honorable mentions. I'll go ahead and say uh, The Lost Boys, obviously. Yeah. 1980-something uh, flick or whatever. Um, Keith R. Sutherland, a bunch of other big names in it. Um, love that movie. It's kind of iconic. It's something I grew up on, right?
0: I just watched it recently uh, for the first time with with old really? Grindhouse. Yeah, that double feature that we did in the Discord. Uh, Grindhouse mm-hmm. ha- put on a Tale of Two Corys night. And I, both movies were first time watches for me. We watched um, License we- to Drive. Yeah, that movie was fucking fun. And uh, Lost Boys, finally. All, b- both both awesome.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Nice, Chief of Southern, uh-huh. man. I grew a whole ass mullet just because of him. Nice. Yeah,
3: definitely, definitely. Uh, who else? Well, 30 Days a Night, that might be in some of you all top fives, but uh, that's one of my honorable mentions for sure. It's a great movie. Um, at number five, I am going to go with this Lynn Wiseman directed and then Kevin Grebo, Lynn Wiseman, and Debbie McBride written vampire movie called Underworld from 2003.
1: I was waiting for it, dude. I was waiting yeah. for
3: it. Yeah, I mean, if you know me, you kind of know it's it's my speed, right? Um, it's got the gothic feel. It's dark. It has a re- actually a really good storyline. It's line got fucking it.
1: Kate Beckinsale in it, and like it's, the it's tightest leather, fucking leather pants, leather yeah. shit yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, I get it, dude. Yeah.
3: It's, it's rad. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. And I mean, it's got Bill Nye in there, right? Like, I mean, they got some some hard hitting actors in here. Um, some fun stuff, and I'll, I just like that world. So number five, yeah, it's good world
1: building in there.
0: Yes. Some good world, under the world building. I love Under it.
1: the world building?
0: Yeah. <laughs> My number four is uh, a little art house movie, a little indie black and white darling from 2014, directed by Ama Lily Amapur. That's mm-hmm. a name. That's a great name. A girl walks home alone at night. Yep. I saw mm-hmm. this with uh, Joe Bob at the last drive in for the first time and was just Very blown fun away.
1: Movie.
0: Yeah, dude, the imagery in it. To me, it has the, puten- p- the, potential. the Man, potential. It's got the potential to be iconic. Um, oh yeah, the skateboarding vampire girl, absolutely. Yeah, with the black and white stripes and all that. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, excuse me. The movie kind of has—I, I don't know what kind of vibe to call it, but it's got almost a throwback, uh, classic monster—not classic monster movie. It's the black and white. It's just the clash of black and white that gives me that feeling, I guess. And I yeah. just. Re- I really enjoyed. it. It's one I've been wanting to go back and rewatch um, for a long time because I have only seen it once, but it's stuck. What country
1: me. was it filmed in again?
0: A Middle Eastern country. I don't yeah, know which yeah. one. Yeah,
1: it's it's a cool setting. It's just yeah. a really cool setting for a vampire movie, especially shot in black and white with the artsy fartsy kind of thing going. Like I, I dig it for and sure. And if I
0: remember right, they have a bunch of artsy fartsy 1950s cars in that movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like all the characters
0: a, look like they're dressed up to play the high school version of Greece or something.
1: Yeah, and also, and also, like, um, it's like that, but it's also very dystopian looking.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Rick, what's your number four?
1: Oh shit, it's my time. Number four time.
0: It's number four. Here time. we go. Take a number four.
1: Ricky's going number four.
0: <laughs> Nineteen.
1: That's a lot. <laughs> So, The Year I Was Born, directed by Catherine Bigelow. Anybody want to guess?
0: It's, um, the fucking Night.
1: Starring ah. Bill Paxton, Jeanette Goldstein,
0: and Lance Henriksen. Dark something or another. I know Near it. Dark.
1: Near Dark, yeah, yeah, yeah. A modern Western horror <sighs> with vampires. And Bill Paxton's a fucking ten. uh just fucking dark and gritty and mean and i love it
2: bill paxton's always a 10 even when he's playing a polygamist he's a fucking 10 so yeah
1: yeah yeah, for sure for sure uh jeanette goldstein does play a white character in this movie unlike in aliens so that's good 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 for uh (laughs) (laughs) political reasons so there you go (laughs) interesting she was Vasquez in Aliens. Yep.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I got it. I get it now. It, I, yeah, I knew who it, you were talking about. Yeah. It,
2: yeah. <laughs> the eighties. Second for 8- a man? No, have you? Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, Pendejo? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pendejo, what's your number for? Uh, I'll make mine
2: easy. Again, I'm not going in any particular order. Uh, the Lost Boys, 1987. Um, this Fuck, was yeah. this was my wheelhouse growing up. I was 13 years old. Um caught in between uh, do I be one of the cool guys in black leather or do I try try to be the uh, art house dipshit like Corey Haim wasn't here with the long flowing colorful jackets and all that stuff and I quickly figured out that uh, if you can see now black uh, appealed to me a little bit more than the colors but just great movie great characters Uh, Jamie Gertz in that just (laughs) (laughs) heavy 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 sure sure but just great story the mom you know kind of being taken over by the head vamp i mean just everything about it was like everything that i totally got as a teenager like all of it made sense it was it was just perfect it was it spoke to me at the time i saw that movie in theaters i mean i don't even know how many times it, a ridiculous amount of times
0: he walked out that movie theater being like gert gonna make you squirt uh, uh, pretty huh oh, I- <laughs> I think
2: she did make me squirt a couple of times, probably in the theater too. That's probably um, fair. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time though, being, you know, from the Midwest and thinking about, you know, going to places you've never been. I'm 13 years old. I've never fucking been anywhere. Right. So it's like, is this what the coast looks like? Is it really this cool? Is the, is the party life that fun? You know, all these things just, it just gives you fucking everything, you know, it's, yeah. it's a damn near perfect movie.
1: I'm just glad you turned out to be like us. And embraced um, the fact that you're definitely one of the Frog Brothers <laughs> instead of all the others.
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah,
1: Frog Brothers, bro.
0: Frog boys That's for us. life. We Frog boys for life, boy. Catching <laughs> them, eating them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a different Frog brother altogether. Yeah, Trevor you you want to frog
0: you want a frog out with your number four?
2: Yeah. Well,
3: uh, let's see. Written by Scott Abbott. Michael Petroni and uh, Anne Rice. This oh. 2002 joint oh. is uh, a movie about the vampire Lestat called Queen of the Damned,
1: oh. starring
3: Aleya, Stuart Townsend, and Marguerite Moreau. Uh, it's a little cliche, but it actually does follow the books very well, as far as this section of the books anyway. I don't know. Again, I like the gothic feel. I like the music aspect of it. The music um, in that film is amazing, and they have some pretty iconic scenes in it too. For sure,
0: I was wondering if an Anne Rice was going to show up on the, somebody's list, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna for my number three. It's already been mentioned, and we covered it. Justin Dix directed Blood Vessel with the Strigoi making me swoon.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, dude, that the practical vampire effects in this movie and the comedy in this movie, like the character interactions are amazing. The creature so,
2: design, yeah. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's it's fucking amazing. The lore. Amazing. I like them psychic the crazy lore. vampires. Like really really like oh, the look yeah. of them.
2: Yeah, that lore is fun. Anytime you can take you can take what I think is a common lore and you can stretch it a little bit. That's always fun, you know. And not yeah. stretch not stretch it till it breaks, but stretch it till it's something a little different. You're always gonna, you're always Tell gonna it get You're gonna get me with that, yeah. Well, that's more I, of a stroking it till
0: it spurts. sort of thing. This is more of a but, I saw um, Ricky almost spit his his drink out. Of I, did. <laughs> I
2: did, I <laughs> did. But yeah,
0: but blood vessel, blood vessel was
2: not something that was ever on my radar, and we watched it, and I was just like, huh? Well, goddamn, you know, there's something right. that you can you can put up there in. I don't know the not the for me not for me top five obviously. But I mean, something that's like solid and there's just, Mm -hmm. and when you don't really like vampires to start with call a vampire movie solid is always kind of hard, but that one was solid.
0: Yeah. Vampire movies to me are like, and I mean, I don't mean any, I'm not knocking somebody's favorite choice of subgenre. I I just mean how I I see it. Vampire movies are like zombie movies. There's a thousand trash ones, but Mm -hmm. then the ones that are really good are really fucking good. So yeah. 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 I'm kind of I'm kind of like that with with vampire movies. But uh yeah, that's my number 3. We already talked about it. Go listen to our episode on it. Boom.
1: My number 3. Time to go number 3. <laughs> 1996. Anyone want to guess?
0: It's Blade. No, Blade is 98. What the fuck? Blade oh. is 98. Well, we're going to Twin.
1: Directed by Robert Rodriguez. We're twinning.
0: <laughs>
1: Starring Tarantino, Clooney, Selma Hayek, Danny Trejo, Harvey Keitel. Tom Savini, fucking uh, Fred, what's his name? Dude, this movie's got everybody. (laughs) This movie has literally everybody in it, and it's a schlocky 10 out of 10 masterpiece. It's got Cheech in it, too. It's got fucking Cheech in it, dude. Like, if you haven't seen From Dusk Till Dawn, please
2: stop this podcast and go watch it straight up. Okay, I will jump over to 1994, uh, a little director by the name of Neil Jordan, and based on an Anne Rice novel, Interview with the Vampire. Oh, one of those movies that, on the wrong night, it's too long and too much of a period piece. On the right night, it is fucking double-gloved, fully lubricated, give-me-everything-I-want, skiing-down-the-slopes, perfect vampire <laughs> movie. Um, <laughs> the biggest thing in that movie for me is probably the kid and like how there's that moment where the kid has realized that her life has been stolen from her and that she's never going to grow older and she's never going to do or be anything more than basically the doll that she is for these two other guys. And that, that I think is as a person is frustrating as hell. Yeah. But just watching the whole thing and seeing how, you know, like his love was treated and just what a fucking bastard Lestat is. It's just a great movie, and then on top of everything else, it has Christian Slater in it. And for me, even from that era, any, any, pretty much anything with Christian Slater, even if it was in the tail end, I, I, you can't really argue with. Never watched it. Wait, oh what?
0: my. Oh my! I've You've never
1: seen, seen Interview with a Vampire, bro? I've
0: seen bits and pieces of it on on TNT back on oh, back wow. in the cable days, but I never sat. I'm gonna down and
3: I'm it. gonna give you my bits and pieces. <laughs> you need to watch that movie, bro
1: yeah wow yeah it's got antonio banderas man that's mm-hmm. it's it's a studded ass cast
0: too bro mm-hmm. yeah I'll, I'll be the sole <gasps> judge of that when i see
1: it <laughs> we should we should we should swamp donkey double feature that and uh queen of the damned one night cure oh, that, would yeah. be fun. that would be fun. i'd be that be would be down. Ridon- that would be redonkulous and yeah. rice night and rice night hell yeah, yeah. in That'd
3: honor i give you of Aaliyah? I can give you yeah I can give you oh, some yeah. insights
0: to the books for that too. That'd be fun. Yeah, I know so. you're a little Anne Rice freak. Yeah, yeah. I read them. A little yeah. little
1: Rice and gravy Anne freak.
0: Give us your third yeah, Rice yeah. and gravy freak. All right. Well,
3: for my my third vampire movie, I am Twinsies with Grindhouse oh. Interview of the Vampire. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Fucking right. It's it's a great well put together movie. Uh Brad Pitt, Christian Slater, Tom Cruise. Kirsten Dunst, uh, Sandy Newton, Dan then Dan Wee Newton. It's got some, some stars to the cast. Antonio Banderas is in it too. The acting's phenomenal. The storyline, the plot's great. Uh, what I really love, a little tidbit is, um, Anne Rice hated, hated the fact that Tom Cruise was going to be Lestat in this. <laughs> and, and, and he blew her socks off, right? Because nice. if anybody has seen this movie, unlike Travis... I want to say like Tom Cruise's acting chops in this movie is top tier, right? He, he deserved that part from what he gave us. So check out the movie.
0: It's fucking phenomenal. Tom Cruise. I've never seen him be so poor in a movie. Not, not like the movie itself might not be my, like the best, but I've never seen mm-hmm. him give a subpar performance. So I I believe that. Yeah. Um, well, I think when, when this movie
3: came out, like he, he was kind of branded as a certain kind of actor, right? And I think that's why Anne Rice didn't like him. But, I mean, he's gone on to play some, you know, wildly different kinds of characters and done a great job at it. So
0: After my boy flicked at Rice, she was all about it. My number two, Ricky already said, um, it is from Dusk Till Dawn, written by Quentin Tarantino, by the way. So that was a Tarantino Rodriguez collaboration right there. Movie blew my mind because I rented it from the video store. Didn't read the back of the box. No. I put yeah. that bitch on. I'm just thinking I'm watching a crime drama with some comedy in it. And I'm like, this is this is very Tarantino. I see Robert's directing style, uh, because he's the type of director that he's actually holding the camera. And then it's a vampire movie halfway through. Selma and, does. And her you dance. freaked
1: out, you stopped you stopped the movie and what did you do? Because I, I love this story.
0: I called Cody. I was like, dude, you gotta come over to my house right now. You gotta ride your bike and come to my house right now. <laughs> that boy came and we watched it. And I, I, when when I knew it was coming, when Hayek was fucking pouring that juice down her fucking leg, and Tarantino wrote it into the script that he was gonna be licking and sucking on her toes. Yep. I'm looking over at Cody's face, waiting for the change, and I saw it, and it was glorious. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. You had
2: to take you had to take Cody's foot out of your mouth and be like, You see that? (laughs) Yeah. See that? Mm -hmm."
0: Like, Cody, hold on. Wait, let me stop sucking on your toes for a second. Watch this movie real quick. Yeah. Yeah, that's I just went number two and it's from Dust Till Dawn. And honestly, it could be number one, but something a little a little little extra special is at number one. I like that. What's your number two, Skadoo?
1: My number two is probably your number one. From 1992, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, starring Gary Gary, Gary, Oldman, Gary Oldman, Keanu Reeves, and Winona Ryder. I have Bram Stoker's *Cracula*. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the best period pieces ever fucking made. Say what you want about Keanu Reeves, but I think he did fine, and... Just the imagery and the soundtrack alone carries this movie, and even if it didn't, Gary Oldman by himself would. Mm-hmm. The, this movie's just a 10 out of 10, and if you haven't seen it,
0: please go go watch it right now. Stop the podcast, watch it, and come back. Man, they're going to be busy watching too many movies? to come back and listen
1: well they better they better do their fucking homework before they come to the nightclub okay. <laughs> god damn good
0: what you got up next jay um
2: 1998 uh a good friend of ours john carpenter the movies called vampires yeah
0: nice. um
1: on its another basic,
2: horror western uh, yeah on its on its basic premise i mean it, it's awesome that we've got a team of vampire hunters that, whose sole goal is to save a hooker I just, there's, it's just something that's awesome about that. It's very Western. Well, it's very Western, but I think what I love about the whole movie is that you have this team of guys who are sponsored by the Vatican, no less, whose goal it <laughs> is to go out and to find all these nests and destroy all these nests. And then when they encounter this hooker, um, whose name is Katrina, and she ends up with like a psychic link to Valak, who is like the head vampire of this whole thing. And it just it just turns into a super fun movie about saving a hooker. I mean, and really, who couldn't get behind that? So, um, oh yeah, uh, just ultimately, I mean, come on, it's John Carpenter, and it has James Woods in it. I mean, I I don't, yep. you know, as far as just fun goes, I mean, it's yep. <laughs> it, it's one that I can pretty much watch anytime just because I enjoy it so much. It is bloody as hell. I mean, there there's a, hardly a scene in this movie where everything is not covered in three inches of blood. Ooh, three
1: inches of blood. That's a badass band. Uh, yeah,
2: but it's just fun. <laughs> it's
1: just a fun vampire movie, dude. You gotta play deadly sinners at the end of this one. Um, I I just want to say, grindhouse. The scenes where they're fucking, because I love the way like they fucking like try to wrangle the vampires out of the houses, mm-hmm. like with like the ropes and shit, and they're like trying yep, to pull yep. them out into the sun.
2: Yeah. Dude, it's so well, it's, much fun. It's fucking fantastic. So yeah. good. Yeah, it's not getting yeah. it's, it's not getting too comfortable, it's just getting creative, and it's like let's just wrap let, let's just get a rope around their feet and drag them out the fucking house and see what happens. Yeah. I just I love that. It's shit. so
1: western, it. dude. It's just yeah. so western, everything mm-hmm. about
2: it. And yeah, I, I every, love that. Every time they grab a vampire and drag him outside, it's almost the equivalent of like a
0: town hanging, right? You know, yeah. it's just it's just great. Hashtag tremendous. Uh now that you've wrangled them vampires, Trev, what's your number two? All
3: right, number two is the movie we are covering tonight, Blade with Ooh. Wesley Snipes.
1: Some uh, motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. Mm-hmm.
3: Sometimes, man, it just happens that way, right? Um, <laughs> like, I don't want to sh- <laughs> don't want to show my hand too much on this movie yet because we're we going to talk about it, but it's a fucking great
0: movie. Um,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah? Right? Yeah, um, it's your number two. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah.
3: It's well I mean all these movies are fucking great right Um but I mean this one the, the good blend of the horror the vampire, the action, the storytelling the fact that this is one of the earliest like Marvel movies to really pop off right before we had like the MCU as to what it is today right mm-hmm. Um, with Wesley Snipes acting and, and just I don't know I love this movie and after rewatching it for this episode it fucking kind of just rekindled
0: my love for it some more
1: I forgot I wanted to name myself Erebus for this episode there. I'm Erebus now.
0: My number one vampire movie of all time. Well, not of all time again, because it's going to change. But for now, Uh it's got a remake that I like a lot, Uh, like a lot, a lot, a lot. But the atmosphere in this movie, it's another black and white. Well, I say black and white. I don't know if it's more like blue and white and green and or blue and black, green and black, yellow and black. It's all kinds of weird colors. Uh, directed by W.F. Murnau or Murnau, 1922's fucking copyright infringing like the nightclub does, Nosferatu. Nosferatu Club. Yeah, I love it. It's based on the master himself, Bram Stoker's classic novel, Dracula. Dude, if you haven't seen this movie, and a a lot of people probably haven't because it's a silent film and people don't really get down with that too much, and I know – I get why. I I do. But if you haven't seen it, you owe it to yourself as a horror movie fan to sit through this movie at least once in your life and watch it. And if you can, do it with Joe Bob because he shows it. It's on the last drive in, and uh, fuck Florence Stoker.
1: Yeah. (sighs) All right. Cool. Cool. Nice number one, bud. Anybody want to guess what my number one is? Sharkula. Shark, shark, shark. shark, It's It's actually the newest film on this list. Oh. 2022, directed by Joe Bagos, starring Dora Madison, Jeremy Gardner, and George Went, Among lots of other people, we have Bliss.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, bliss okay. is a psychotic drug-fueled nightmare full of heavy metal and blood and sex and it's a dope ass vampire flick and dora madison be nakey a lot in it and it's my favorite vampire film hands down
0: <laughs> i'm surprised i yeah. didn't see this coming
1: uh you should have you really yeah, should have i should have I've, I've i've sung the praises of joe bagos and bliss enough
0: so I got caught with my pants down as I intended.
2: (laughs) Okay, so again, not in any particular order, but at the top of my list tonight, I have a 2021... Technically, it's a horror comedy, Hmm. um, uh, but uh, directed and co-written by Blaine Thurrier. It is the movie Kicking Blood. I love this movie for a lot of reasons, but as our, our head vampire, our head vampire, the character Anna, she falls in love with a guy named robbie who is uh a human but he's a recovering alcoholic and she sort of figures if he can do it so can i and through the whole story it's got a little bit of a mob vibe to it like the vampire you know um uh, clavin is kind of a mobbish sort of thing um but it's just a really good fucking story i've watched it several times and every time i watch it i get kind of a little bit more out of it um it's fun to watch. It, it's definitely a more emotional movie than a lot of vampire movies. There's, you know, it's not about action and everything else. It's more about survival and, you know, trying to, in, a, in your own way, become your better self. But for me, a really profound movie. I thought it was fantastic. It's been on my list ever since the first time I heard you talk about it. Same. Well, get on it.
0: The Fuck. Yeah, Ricky, stop this episode and go watch that movie real quick.
3: Fuck. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Trev, take us home number 1.
3: All right, take us home. Uh it was already Lung mentioned.
0: <laughs> take me home to the
3: place.
2: Yeah.
4: Where I belong.
5: <laughs> Boy,
4: <Where's Jenna? laughs>
2: All right, different thing. Sorry, different song.
3: My number 1 is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Um it was already mentioned. <laughs> it's
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> Gary Oldman, Keanu Reeves, Winona Ryder. It's a fucking great movie. Um, I I just love it. I don't tell you. Uh, go yeah, we'll watch dude, that shit. Like, it's got it's got vampires. It's got werewolf man in it. Um, yeah. it's got creepy old looking Dracula, a uh, new hip, you know, very European right. looking Dracula with a cane hipster
1: Dracula, chain,
0: Johnny headed Dracula. He's like Johnny Depp Dracula.
3: Yeah, dude, (laughs) you got that swagger on for sure. Ten out of ten. Yeah, it's a it's a ten out of ten.
0: Watch that shit. Wow, fucking a. Okay, so that's and I think that was a pretty diverse list. I don't. There weren't that many repeats on there. Rounded us out with nice fucking Dracula. No one mentioned the Spanish version of Dracula from the 30s. That kind of makes me sad.
1: I've never seen it, so you know what can I say? Correct. And I've been wanting to dive into like, the Hammer films for a long fucking time, but I just, I haven't really done it. So, I, I'm sure, I'm sure fucking, uh, what's his name? Christopher uh Lee. Christopher Lee. I'm sure his films where he's Dracula are all fucking tens. How could they not be? There's you know probably I mean?
0: some fucking, like, Hammerhead Sharkula out there that's pissed mm-hmm. off that we didn't mention a single Hammer film. Probably. Yeah sorry oh, wow. hammerheads fuck them. fuck them all tonight we're gonna to talk about a different movie we're gonna talk about fucking blade and if you have not seen tonight's film what you're gonna to wanna to do is you're gonna to wanna to recruit Chris Christopherson to ghostwrite a ballad for you about emo bitchy punk ass vampire bitches who bite your mom's neck and you're gonna to wanna to dance under a downpour of blood when you hear it yeah
2: that sounds like <laughs> fucking date night in my world brother I am <laughs> fucking there I'm I'm Chris Christopherson in this one, just for the record. I'm I'm the guy with the fucking knee brace and the long gray hair. Like, what are we doing, you fucking young <laughs> punk? That's me. Yeah, I'm, yeah,
3: every once in a while he comes up with a cool new gadget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goddamn right.
2: His fucking, his fucking hit a light. And the shotgun falls out of it. That's that is me.
0: Uh, so, I love that. I'm sure. right there. Yes, gadget crafting grindhouse. What you want to do
3: is um, avoid hot women that wear tight leather. And bring you to
0: a meatpacking facility for a <laughs> for a, for a, a, a rave, dude. Yeah. I, I thought Rocky was gonna be in that scene punching one of those. Fucking <laughs> pieces of meat, I was just waiting for him to show up. Hail the Blood God and let the ritual begin. Oh, you bastards! Why are you torturing me like this? Why? <laughs>
4: Shut up. We're gonna get
5: you. We're gonna get you. Not another peak, Kinda gonna see. We're.
0: Blade is a 1998 American superhero vampire horror film directed by Stephen Norrington and written by David S. Goyer. That dude's name. He sounds like a vampire. (laughs) Count Goyer. I don't know why. Sounds vampiric. Uh, Based on the Marvel Comics superhero of the same name, this film stars Wesley Snipes as Eric Brooks, a.k.a. Blade. a Pierre. I think that's how you say it who's on a mission to find the records in the kitchen steven dorff as deacon frost a human turned vampire with a severe god complex that boy yeah. wants to run everything and he he's running around trying to take over establishments and knock down the fucking foundations of vampire hood yeah he, he, don't, he don't like it chris Christopherson as abraham whistler blade's best friend and kind of like his ooh his like keeper it. I sort like of I don't know how to say her name correctly, but I think it's Nabush. N- oh. N- Nabush, right? As Dr. Karen Jensen, a hematologist with a hard on for curing vampirism. Um she, Hell yeah. she, she's got that going on, and the rest of our cast of characters is just a bunch of vampires, couple humans. Nobody as important as these, I'd say crucial four.
1: Right. I do want to point out Udo Kier because I love Udo Kier. Yeah. He's always a fucking creep and he's always cool to see. So,
0: you know. Definitely. Definitely.
1: And he probably has the coolest death scene. Did what did, did he play that big fat zo-
0: that big fat vampire?
1: No, Udo Kier's the one that they take out to see his first uh, yeah. uh his oh. first dawn. Yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah. See, I also like Donald, Lo- is it Donald Loge as Quinn. He's a great character actor, too, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quinn was, the guy who plays Quinn is good. Yeah,
0: He's a yeah, lot right. of fun. The guy that just keeps well, getting fucked up. And I think Blade keeps yeah. him alive just yep. so he could fuck him up again later. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then don't he forget. He just
2: likes fucking that guy over. He does. He likes cutting his hands off and doing whatever else. And then don't forget Tracy Lords
0: as Raquel. Yeah. Which one is she? I don't know. That's why? why I leave all these off <laughs> no former, one knows. Po- former Do you, she's
3: she's she's the blonde chick right uh-huh.
0: oh she's annoying yeah
2: yeah oh no yeah. she's not she does not annoy me at all the oh, character she annoys, Bla- she annoys my zipper a little bit because it can't get <laughs> in the away fast enough but yeah <clears throat> anyway the <laughs> character
0: blade was created in nineteen seventy three <laughs> by um Mark Wolfman, so a guy named Wolfman created a vampire character love and, it, and artist uh gene colon colon wolfman all <laughs> right uh as a supporting character in the tomb of dracula comic series and back in the day this guy was immune to becoming a vampire until he was bitten by it's morbid time morbius uh bit his ass in one of the spider-man comic books so he then became a vampire
2: Woohoo! Oh, cool fucking morbius sucked that movie it was a piece of shit sorry a bit different movie that's yeah. movie sucked ass
0: the film portrayal of Blade was updated in the 1990s with Wesley Snipes. So the old way that Blade was portrayed in the comic books is just completely fucking different. My boy used teak wood knives and shit, and he kind of had like a like a everyday guy type of demeanor. He was just like, "Oh, yeah, what's up? Hi, everybody. How you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, this movie was originally going to be set in Mexico in a Western setting. So there you go, you Western vampire boys. And rapper, they
2: didn't do that.
0: Rapper actor LL Cool J was going to be the lead in this in this (laughs) version of the movie. I'm going to
2: knock you out.
0: Mm -hmm. Vladik said,
2: knock you out. (laughs) It doesn't really it doesn't really work. Yeah. Okay.
0: After uh, New Line Cinema picked it up, David S. Goyer was like, I'm going to write this shit. I'm going to write it. No, no, it's not going to be a fucking spoof. It's not going to be a spoof New Line. Like, that's what they wanted to do. And uh, he was like, "Fuck oh. all that! I'm gonna write a trilogy of movies." He had this big idea from the beginning. He wanted to write this trilogy of films. He wanted the sense of realism to be great. He wanted there to be doomed romantic characters like Anne Rice's characters. Uh, big, big nod to them. And he wanted to take a more modern approach, like Dusk Till Dawn. So he, all those influences were were rolling around in his head when he was creating, like writing the script for this movie. So uh, he eventually got Wesley Snipes on, who was trying to get Black Panther made back in the 90s, but that didn't work out. Oh, wow. So, this whole Marvel, like when Trev said earlier, what Marvel would become, it's based on Marvel characters and all this. Blade as a movie is the precursor to what a Marvel film will be, including our epilogue, would have been a mid-credit scene if we're all. You know what else I
1: feel like Blade is a precursor to? Hmm. The Matrix. Really. There's a lot of Matrix in this movie. And I thought it I thought it came out after, but it came out before.
0: The trench coats, the guns, the the EDM music.
1: The fucking the bullets in the midair while he's dodging shit. Like I was like, Oh shit, there's so much matrix in this. Kinda drove me nuts a little bit.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Nice. It's interesting. Yeah, I've never thought about it like that, but I think there's some valid points there. Um the other thing I think is with a lot of the Marvel stuff, and especially trying to bring a black character to screen, if they had spoofed this, nothing, nothing nothing would have come behind it. Nothing. There would have been no Black Panther, nothing. Nothing Because this having this as a spoof, I mean, to be perfectly honest, it's an insult. It would be
1: pretty disrespectful, I agree. Yeah,
2: it's an insult to the character, because the character is such a badass, but then taking him out of the comics and modernizing him a little bit, and giving him because, I mean, let's face it, we got a black guy with a white sidekick here, right, who is kind of does his bidding, but like provides him with all of his tools, but tries to give him like a technological advantage too.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, doing this as a spoof would have been a colossal fuck up. Because yeah. this, this this first fucking movie is, I mean, I'm not going to call it a masterpiece, although I'll, I'll whisper the word masterpiece, because it's fucking great. But mm-hmm. we'll get into it.
0: This movie uh when it was being made a lot of it was filmed in uh Cal- Los Angeles, California. Um some shots in Death Valley. The special effects for the movie, practical special effects, all that shit was done by Flat Earth Productions. I just wanted to include that note in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it was produced on a budget of 45 million dollars and went on to gross uh, over 130 million. So it made its money back and then some. Now, 45 mission-
2: mil. Really?
0: Yeah. Back in the would, 90s or yeah. 2000. Yeah, no 90, 98. 90, I, and, and I would have. Thought, yeah. I,
2: yeah, I would have thought it would have been lower just for the time, not for the outcome. But that's that's a shit pile of money. I could make a pretty good movie for 45 mil. I feel I election.
3: feel like the quality was there, though. Like, I could see it, though. Right. Well, that's for my, that that's time. my point. That's my point, yeah. man,
2: is it was totally there. They didn't. I don't think they sacrificed anything.
3: No, um, they did not. I just
2: All think for the the time, it would have been lower. It, it feels like yeah. for the time, it would have been lower. I got you.
0: The first cut of this movie, by the way, was 140 minutes long, and it was – the test screenings were a disaster. Uh, audiences were pissed off at how long it was. They had to do a lot of fucking edits, a lot of reshoots. That took them like more than half a year to fix everything about it. Uh, there. In fact, the sword fight between Blade and Deacon Frost was not even part of the original cut. It originally, at the end of the film, Deacon Frost turned into La Magra, and it was just a swirling mass of blood, which sounds awesome and cosmic as fuck, but if you were looking at some of those vampire skeleton effects when they bursted out of the people, you could kind of see why they didn't want to go that route. So they uh, they kind of wheeled it back in and said, okay, let's do a, a final action sequence here, and you get you get Ricky's favorite line of the movie, which was improvised – Not well, it wasn't improvised, it was – Um, Wesley Snipes when talking about the Deacon Frost character with some of the filmmakers was saying he's the type of guy that's always trying to ice skate uphill. They liked it so much that that was his kill shot line in the film so that's how that made it into the movie and speaking of kill shots let's go for it guys. Y'all want to do a scene by scene breakdown of this motherfucking flick? Hell yeah. Let's talk about Blade. Let's talk about Blade. Let's talk about, talk about Blade. I'm feeling
4: fine oh, yeah.
0: 1967, there's this pregnant woman, obviously pregnant, being willed into a hospital, and she's clutching her neck. You know it's a vampire movie, so immediately you're like, okay, she just got bitted. She got bitted up, got it, by a vampire, and she's going into labor at the same time. So that, that's probably what put her in labor. And the doctors are freaking out, and they save her little baby. They carry that little burlap baby away, and... <laughs> <laughs> But then, sadly, the mama, she did. So mama dead. Tragic origin story because this this is the little baby that grows up to be badass, Eric Brooks. Blade. Ka.
2: I have that movie paused on her wallet when it kind of falls to the ground and it opens up. And <laughs> it's, well, it's a little crazy, um, you know, because it's Vanessa Brook and it talks about, you know, where she is and where she lives and whatever else um that cat just, is fucking your audio yeah, up. i know what do you want me to do get a burlap sack uh, yeah, yeah. Cur- <laughs> can
0: i curb stomp that cat <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but it's such a good it's such a good start and it gives it gives blade like such a grounding in reality like you know this is his mother this is where he came from um It's a it's a great start. It's just such a good start. And it's so solid and so pure. And I think it's something that everybody can sort of get right. I mean, it's not it's not hard to comprehend, you know, a single mom just doing her thing out in the world. And
0: yeah, yeah. definitely. It's that tragic backstory. This is something that Wesley Snipes talked about when he was got involved with the movie. He wanted to work in those types of themes to create a a tragic uh, character more tragic than whatever the original character was supposed to be. And that's partly why you get like the credits for Wolfman and Colin, Cologne, Colin. I don't know his fucking name. Cre- Colin. Cre- they were credits. Let's call as- Colin.
2: That's just more fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Based on characters created by, so it's not really the characters. Um, So yeah, we get this human vampire hybrid uh, blade. He he's grown up and he's going around town, murdering the fuck out of people. You talk vampires, not people, vampires. Big, big uh, distinction between those two in this film, and Deacon Frost makes it that way. Uh, well, Blade does too. That he he is not afraid to be a vampire hating, bro. Blade is. <laughs> Blade. this this movie is rife for social commentary for today. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry Ricky I'm going to cut it out but I'm the one saying it's like now it's like Hamas and all that shit oh fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, this is this is the opening that I remember so I hadn't seen this movie in probably like you said earlier tonight Rick that might have been pre-show but I hadn't seen it either in, since probably high school it's been about there yeah. and the only things I remembered about this movie the only scenes I remembered from this movie was this opening with the, the blood rave and the ending with the sword fight. Just all yeah. I remember. Didn't remember anything else in this movie. So it was all Whistler's
1: kinda... Whistler's death impacted me a lot too, so I remembered that also.
0: I thought it was Sam Elliott and the
1: fat vampire.
0: I thought I thought I thought this was Ghost Rider <laughs> up in this piece and we were watching Sam <laughs> Elliott. Yeah. Right, bruh. Like in, when Chris Christofferson <laughs> walked on. I thought scene. You were watching Roadhouse? <laughs> no, no no Ghost Ghost Rider. No, but
2: Road Roadhouse with Sam Elliott when he died. Yeah, There's a yep. there's a similarity between the two death scenes. There's a big similarity. Yeah. Y'all yeah. ready? There is. Y'all, y'all yeah. ready? Y'all oh. ready to hear yeah. this shit?
0: Yeah. Oh. yeah. I've never seen Roadhouse. Oh, God. Uh, Somebody I haven't
1: it either. It's all good, bud. I we, was going to go we, ahead and say get the fuck off this I'm, podcast. I'm, I'm going to roundhouse
2: man. kick both of y'all. Roundhouse never seen roadhouse roadhouse wow. yeah
1: <laughs> i've i've seen pieces i've never You're sat through it cuz i call was like, your, call meh. yourself
2: a cinephile uh more like a cinema
0: pilot dookie well but, <laughs> it, yeah i, I just oh. <laughs> dude I just,
2: uh, well those are so okay to be fair i'm
0: ashamed of myself because i've seen twilight and i haven't seen roadhouse okay <laughs> right i agree yeah it's, <laughs> i'm a little ashamed well okay story.
2: i've seen twilight as well but i had a teenage daughter at time what the fuck is your excuse <laughs> well
1: we saw it because of girls so you know so basically this,
2: basically same reason
0: different outcome got it okay yeah, yeah. yep correct we weren't in <laughs> cell we weren't in selling at that point, we were selling out, right. not in selling.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: as, long as, you're, as long as you're fucking honest about it, that's all yeah. that really matters.
0: So this opening scene, um, awesome opening scene, right? This guy gets tricked into by a hottie. Potato. Oh, she was bringing him to go see her version of Twilight is what was happening. That's yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Tracy, that's Tracy Lords. Okay, so yep. that makes sense. I'd follow yep. that porn star in there too. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Like I said, yeah. like I said, I thought my boy Rocky was gonna be in there punching those fucking. I was just waiting to see him and Mick and a chicken just running around. He's like, you gotta catch, catch that,
5: that
4: chicken. chicken.
0: <laughs> Dude, that's one of my favorite scenes in in all of cinema. I'm just saying. I um, got you. I, got I reference you. it too. I reference it too much for it not to be. Uh, <laughs> but homeboy goes in there, everyone's having a good time, and then all of a sudden he's he's like, oh, what's this on my fucking? Oh, it's what? Mm-mm, mm-mm, he sucks on it yeah. a little bit. He gets the cranberry surprise. And the DJ just leans back and the lights fucking turn and it says bloodbath. And sure enough, Slayer, Q Slayer, because it's yeah. raining blood in this piece. Dope. Dude, I would be freaking the fuck out if I was that guy. And he is freaking out, to be honest. Oh, be yeah. Fair. Oh, he's For freaking sure. the fuck out.
1: His heat seeker is fully shrinked back into his body at this point.
0: Oh, yeah. My dude is everywhere he turns is nothing but snarling, insane, vampire, blood-covered faces. Just looking at him and just wanting him. Yeah.
3: Yeah, with glowing eyes, too. They had, like, semi-glowing eyes. Fuck all of that. Trevor, did you eat a dummy? No. Not this Mm. time.
0: Okay. 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 Okay.
4: Okay.
5: Okay, Okay, Frank. Okay, Frank.
0: Um, (laughs) He's crawling through the blood on the floor trying to get away from all these vamps. And, dude, when I shit you not, this is a badass, just, you seeing, you see, (laughs) I see you, you seeing blades standing there, trench coat draped, badass fucking boots, the, the, I want to call it Kevlar, because I don't have a better word for the body armor, but it's just like, body armor. It's got a chest rig on, it's got a chest rig. And and the shades, bro, and the haircut, man.
1: The haircut and the tattoos are so fucking dope. Yeah,
2: there's nothing not badass. He is literally oozing badass right <laughs> standing there. Like his yep. like, like if he, if there was a if there was a poster above him it would say don't fuck with me. That's what dude, it was say. For saying. sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. And that dude, I love the way the vampires are like, shit, is, is that, that him? him? That's yeah, Daywalker.
0: That's Blade. Yeah. Oh no.
1: This is dude, a great they know, example. They know they're about to get fucked up. <laughs>
0: Yep. It's a great example too of like the script, the story, putting the lore in for the audience. If you don't know this character, you don't know anything. In this world, he is already a legend, or or he he is a, a force to, to to the vampires. They know him. Oh, they have a name for him. It's I like this. I, a lore Hell building. Yeah. It's just good, man. And it's subtle. It's it's done in a, in a, in a really clever. Subtle enough way to just get you like Daywalker. Oh, so and if you know you're thinking for a second, he can walk outside. He doesn't have to be hidden at night. Right. That makes him dangerous.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. subtle as it's subtle as hell, but it's also with a sledgehammer at the same time. Which is a, which yeah. is like the beautiful intro. It's like here he is, here's what he's about, you hear some whispering, and then he's just like and just yeah. fucking go. I mean, and that's I mean that's I'm sorry, this is how you introduce a character. This is mm-hmm. how you this is how you tell me about this new guy. I don't want to I don't want to read his fucking his sophomore yearbook and how people thought he was the most you know likely to succeed. I don't want to hear none of that. I want want <laughs> to be like walk in and like I'm going to fuck some shit up. Here, let's go.
0: Go. I just love it. Do you think Blade what? went to high school? No. Uh,
2: uh oh, he was, yeah, he, he, did. Was, he did. He did. He's well spoken. He went to high school. Did he? he? Cuz I, I, I the bet movie you, says he
3: was an orphan on the streets, right? Wesley, he was like 13 yeah. or 14. Well, yeah, somebody, some, somebody
2: taught him. Maybe it was Whistler, but somebody taught him because he is extremely articulate and he can basically fit in anywhere. And you don't, you don't get that shit from just wandering the streets. You don't get that. So maybe, maybe it wasn't high school proper, but maybe it was Whistler that I gave just, him
0: some direction. I wanted to picture Blade in a yearbook, <laughs> like in high school. Most <laughs> likely, to, yeah. Most <laughs> yeah. likely to kill all <laughs> <old> vampires. Most <laughs>
1: <laughs> imagine Blade in high school though, like, like he would be voted most likely to hurt someone you know what i
0: mean they they I, everyone would have been scared of that guy i picture they'd be scared of him but they'd always think he's annoying though cuz he'd always be talking about how he's got to take down the vampire underworld and they're like that weird guy he he thinks vampires are real yeah.
2: <laughs> don't yeah. we'll fuck
0: with him though but don't we'll fuck, fuck with him though. Yeah.
2: That ner-
4: <laughs> that he started a- the on, yeah, he
2: start- started the high school vampire club like or the maybe the anti vampire club just like yeah. everybody come on in put on put on your shades put on your kevlar vest lock it in Okay, Fuck, that yeah. guy's now. been in character <laughs> for four
1: years now. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> he's just
1: a theater kid. <laughs> yeah.
0: Blade takes all of them to school, though, because, dude, I didn't remember the action in this. Wow. Yeah,
3: and the blood. Oh,
0: the-, yeah. the blood, bro. Fuck. He proceeds to tear ass through this fucking rave and kills damn near every vampire. Some of them, a lot of them do get away, but he kills so many of them. He's got weapons that are like what makes those blades that he's he's like he's like Batman but a vampire because he's got all the, like a utility belt full of fucking shit he's got guns he's got a a orang instead of a batarang that he throws around the room he's got a sword like a fucking oh. ninja okay
1: yeah it's like like super sharp silver or some shit
0: that's what it is It's all yeah. it's, that's why so in this movie laser etched silver shit dude when wow. you kill a vampire with silver. Or, they, garlic. or is it oh, garlic too? That garlic, garlic, yes, has a different no, effect on them, doesn't it? Mm, it well, no? it blows. He them said up gar- for sure.
1: garlic. No, they said garlic right. get, makes them go into anaphylactic shock.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, the, silver, the silver, the uh. silver
0: burns them instantly into crisps. They're ashes. They just turn yeah. into nothing. All the, all the silver spikes the shotgun shoots. That's well, wow. the
1: guns, the guns, like the rounds he use are silver. Um, hollow points filled with garlic.
2: Okay. Okay. So super so, one, super dope. Two yeah. for one deal. I dig it.
0: Whistler's in that fucking in in their little warehouse, just shoving garlic and bullets and shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Writing songs. You're
2: welcome. Just saying, you are welcome. Someone's got to do that shit.
0: For listeners out there so. who don't know, Chris Christofferson is a prolific, amazing songwriter, and like that's his main mm-hmm. job country singer and he wrote songs for other people as well uh big hits did not so, know that yeah yeah big time he was part of the Highwaymen, legendary country super group so yeah blade has killed pretty much everyone he comes into conflict with quinn the boy that uh grind i like the given.
1: part i just want to say i like the part where he punches what's her name what's her name uh the the ex porn star tracy lords i like the part where he like hits her in the coochie with his shotgun and then she leans forward and he shoots her face. And she's like, ah! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I like that part. I was like, me and Teresa were watching it. I was like, did he just hit her in the coochie? She was like, yeah, it, it looks like it.
2: He did in fact. That's just that's just that's just date night and momu boys. That's, I'm, yeah, I'm, I was going to say that just sounds <laughs> sounds like it's Tracy Lord's kind of thing, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he, well, he, yeah, he's lucky he didn't lose his shotgun if it was Tracy Lord's. No, but um, <laughs> <yeah>. no. Oh. <laughs> well, you can get it back. It might be gooey, but you'd probably get it back. She
1: so, just keeps
0: sitting, oh. runs away. Uh, uh, it's just like,
1: yeah, "I got oh. your gun now, bitch."
0: Oh. <laughs> so blade does come into con but well, i can't now i can't fucking speak quinn the guy that um that's him get him, him. Yeah. get him <laughs> that, he, he's he's <laughs> a, he's a little oh, God. He yeah, yeah, a he suck up bitch. guy is to a suck
2: to a little he's a punk bitch he's a wet suck dog he totally is. yeah oh yeah to he's do, he's like the frost.
3: worst person you'd want to give immortality to right Because he's just so fucking annoying. It's like, why would you want to deal with this guy for eternity? Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. But I do love his character. You're still fucking talking.
2: God damn it. Oh, yeah.
0: I I do love his character in this and that he keeps coming back. And so when I was watching this again and Blade fucking fucked him up and he's like, yeah. (laughs) yeah." (laughs) And he's like, send a message to Frost or whatever. But then he fucks him. He sets him on fire. Yep. And rolls out. Before the cop, like the cops walk right in as Blade just dis. Again, Batman. He just disappears in the middle of the room. The cops are like, "Put him out." (laughs) They and they just take a fire extinguisher to Quinn while he's on fire. I love that. I love that part. My boy comes back to life, art the clown style, in the fucking morgue, and Doctor Karen is in there breaking up with her her boyfriend at the same time. And this plays. I, I like this scene because it, it, it has a payoff later in the movie. Later that's on. Fun.
1: Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Very fun and scary. The first time I watched it, the payoff coming later scared the shit out of me. Very much cause so. Because that, that boy sounds scary as fuck. Like
0: a but dead eye. Yeah. yeah. So she she's talking to her ex-boyfriend. And she's like, I'm going to come look at this with you if you promise not to bring us up. He's like, Karen, I would never. And the first right. thing out of his motherfucking mouth. First thing mouth, that boy says. You ever give us any second thoughts? And she's like, I do. Until I remember how much of an asshole you were. Uh, yeah, on, Curtis. Curtis.
4: Curtis! Curtis I- are
0: you dead? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Can I pet your dog, Curtis? Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Since you're dead.
0: I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I-, I love it, dude. I love it so much. I love it, too. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> they go in the in the in the morgue or wherever the fuck they are. They're studying Quinn's burn up body, and this dude comes back to life instantly. Vampire bites Curtis in the neck, so he's got vampirism, uh, but we don't see him. Payoff hashtag Blade. Oh, so Karen gets bit by Quinn. Karen
1: gets bit. Blade mm-hmm. scoops her up. Yep. The cops shoot so frantically, bro, all the time. The cops in this movie are horrible, dude. They are like, ter- they're like they're like they don't theft give a three fuck. police they oh, literally yeah. are grand theft yeah. auto police dude they're
3: literally stormtroopers they
1: don't <laughs> give a <laughs> fuck they'll shoot inaccurately for 30 minutes they don't right. give a fuck yeah
0: straight up one of my favorite lines is from right here and this completely changed motherfucker my- have
1: you lost your mind that yeah. line, yeah. yeah.
0: Because I thought of Blade going into this as a very stoic character who was very quiet, and he is sometimes. But when that oh. scene happened, I laugh my ass off. Yeah, bro. The cops shoot him in the chest, and he looks over and he's like, "Motherfucker, you out of your mind?" I'm like, Wesley Snipes, there you are. Fuck yeah, you, dude. it well, gave me a hard so much- on.
2: Yeah, but they do so much. This is one of those moments where. They do the comedy perfect because they make you snicker a little bit like, <laughs> but they don't go so over the top that you like burst out into laughter because then that's going to, that's going to ruin like the vibe, like right? like the horror slash action vibe. But even like Quinn falling off the goddamn building and going through the fucking ambulance and ending up, you know, through the roof of the ambulance and ended up as like a little puddle of ashtray in the back of the, a- I mean, it's, it's funny. It's definitely humorous. But it's not so far that you're just gonna lose track, right? And then it like hops mm-hmm. out and runs away because at this point he's lost his arm and he's kind of running away like a little soggy bitch that he is. Crispy soggy. Chris, yeah. Well, well Crispy yeah. soggy. But you watch him running away. He's fucking gooey. He's like, I mean, he, he's all. I get all, what like, you're saying. All, it's a yeah. good blend. Yeah, it's a good
0: blend, uh, man. He's all manner of pie Oh uh-uh. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: So to Ricky's point, the cops shoot like like crazy. Uh, almost said Ricky scoops up Karen, Blade, <laughs> Blade gets Karen, and he nope's out of there. Yeah, he throws her ass from one from out a window to another rooftop, and I'm like, Yep, goddamn. <laughs>
2: he yeah, just he's date,
0: date dates over. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then superhuman Neo jumps from one building yeah. to the next. There you go, Rick Matrix. There's your Matrix. Mm-hmm. Yep. No yeah, good, good. Damn, dude. I, I'm gonna see more of that now when I rewatch these movies. Um, for sure. And he takes her back to his little hideout. So, she wakes up over there, and uh, she meets Whistler. We all meet Whistler, the yeah, badass we meet Whistler. Chris, Chris, and we love him.
1: Yeah, he's great. What's he listening to, right there? It's something rad. Don't remember. Oh, well.
0: yeah,
3: I
1: don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> remember. It's what not like
1: Born on the Bayou a, or some shit. He's it's up something. In his charger.
2: He's got a fucking rad ass car too. I mean, you just, you can't. Stuff's just too good. It's just too yeah, good. yeah Blade Blade has really good taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, bud. I wish uh, I looked that good in leather. God damn.
1: Well uh, uh,
2: don't we all? <laughs> well I mean I know I, I know how I think I look and then I know how I actually look, and in my mind I look like Blade. In the real world I look like a like a a half dead seal. So oh, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I just I just like the look. I would pee in you, but you can wait yeah. your leather. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you, you, yeah but you'd pee in the butt of a homeless man if it just wouldn't get on the sidewalk so like i get that but um yeah i just damn, right now he's
0: just
3: referred to self as a homeless man
0: uh, <laughs> 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 he is definitely not that he's got a basement no uh, oh, I yeah i got a shrine here yeah you know what's
1: going on here
0: no, yeah, definitely not
1: right. that. He has got a shrine basement, dude, like he's basements sh- are like mythical to us in Louisiana. I just want <laughs> you to know that. When I they finally really are.
0: I, when I, when I finally got to live in one in New Jersey, I was um, I was happy every time I went down there. Every time I was like I'm underground. This is I want to be her so bad. Oh but my God, left cool. alone.
2: That's the whole thing. You just oh, get to be in so your basement good. and be left alone. And you, you get to have, you get to have Didn't see- even notice that I redid the basement. Didn't even notice. Like,
0: hey, I noticed. Whatever. We didn't yeah. say
2: shit, so from my world, you didn't notice. So,
0: man, hashtag cause... our girlfriend. Oh,
2: something
0: <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, whatever. Wait, what? <laughs> he he did his hair, and we didn't notice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, no, I, that's I, exactly I, right. I honestly did not, man. Normally, I do comment on it though when I notice it, but I, I did not. I noticed notice.
1: you moved some stuff
2: around. You got the Sam and the the art and stuff back there. Like this That's is true. not part of the background before. Like I literally turned my desk 180 degrees and moved like everything in the fucking room, but Hey,
0: whatever. <laughs> he's got, he's got a fucking cornucopia of horror. Awesomeness yeah. down there. It's hard. It, uh, what do you want me to do? I love and it. It's a, and it's a dirty blonde, not blonde. You son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 All right. So after Karen is now deemed marked by a uh, Whistler and blade, she's cursed with the vampirism. What was her? We go to this awesome shit, the meeting of the vampire underworld. Ah, like all these yep. vampire mafia dons from all the vampire families are meeting, and they're like, So on this the day of my vampire wedding. Wow. <laughs> they're talking about their offshore accounts and all this other shit. And Frost rolls in like he's Matthew Lillard and SLC Punk and he's the future. And yep. except he's emo and blue and pale and smoking smiggins constantly in this yep. movie and I kind of dig that part of him I kind of do yeah yeah yeah
1: he's he's, he's like the, a little hipster dude and he's like I'm about to fucking change all this vampire shit up and Udo cares <laughs> like your blood is not pure yeah.
0: and he's like
1: <laughs> why does that matter that doesn't even like matter man yeah it's not punk rock enough for you man I'm right. punk rock. And he's like, one day you're gonna find yourself extinct, man.
5: <laughs> oh, this whole fucking
2: room, this whole room is like the battle of the awesome hair and the battle of the beards. That's what it is. Because yeah. you got the guy yeah, with oh, like the trident sure. beard. The, Dude, the they all look so the long cool. Fu right, yeah. they all wow. look so rad.
0: Yeah. Why everyone, did, why did why did why did my boy Deacon? Big time! That dude sitting in the chair right next to Udo Kier. He walks up and he just he pushes, pushes him out the way. Yeah, <laughs> and that dude don't do shit, bro. Why do <laughs> they like? Why do they tolerate his behavior? There, it's a room right. full of masters, a room full of what I assume to be powerful vampires. Right, and, and none of them give. Well, like because they, they can't kill
2: him. They can't kill him, and they know that they can't kill him. You know, why? so it's like, why can't they kill him? Well, I mean, I suppose technically they could, but it's like, then it just becomes a big giant vampire fight and it's like fucking the outsiders all over again. It's, the I guess it's, it's like, yeah, so, I guess
1: yeah like, it's like can, a mafia yeah. thing. Like you don't, you don't yeah. just he's kill a, a guy. You got a
2: war on his whole house. Yeah. yeah. He's okay, a made you know so guy. So you can't kill him. Tangent you know? for a
0: second then, because this is what I want to do. Cause I, I really, this is a problem I have with the movie. It's not a real problem. It's a, it's a fun problem. It's not a real issue. It's just a fun issue. Right. They they're all the biggest vampire masters. They they have like let's say we're doing it like mafia style, which it appears to be. They're meeting in a dark room. They're underground. They're hidden secret from the human society. They want to maintain that, except for Deacon Frost. Deacon Frost's whole his whole mission here, listeners, is he wants to take over the world, not just the vampire world, the world, which I got problems. My first problem is why don't the vampires stop him? They outnumber him with all their families, all their power. They outnumber him. Well, because – yeah, because he
2: has – no, but he has the youth though, and that's the thing that they know. He has the youth behind him, so he wants to turn the whole world into a feeding trough, and the
0: rest of them are like – He doesn't though. He doesn't though. He wants to get rid of all humans so there would be nothing left to eat. He says as much that he wants to kill all humans. So what would be left his he he has a fallacy in his he has a god complex. He wants to take yes, over everything, totally. kill all the humans and it's it's just a, it's like your character right. is so It's like the, what
1: are you going to do once everyone's a vampire? Yeah. Cuz that's what the blood god does. It washes over everyone and everyone becomes a vampire. whoopty do. Mm-hmm. Now what? Now what? We all go hungry?
0: It's he that
1: he I'll would, go hungry yeah yeah
4: oh, God. He, he, he is he,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this dude is this dude is the Chris I Cornell i stealing bread blood
2: from the mouths of decade
0: yeah <laughs> I don't mind stealing blood from the mouths of Deacon Frost uh-huh. yeah so this dude is the Chris Cornell Quinn is his Eddie Vedder in the background going yeah Oh, yeah. and they're 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 the you know, I'm going hungry. I'm
2: going hungry. hungry.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the song at the end of the episode. Now they don't Damn have I- any wisdom. They don't have any wisdom. That's my biggest issue with him and his character and all his little clan. They have no wisdom. They don't have a plan. They just want to take mm-hmm. over everything because it's it's the fun thing to do for them. And yep. Yep. well, and, and that could think, be that could be
1: the fallacy so, of the youth.
2: I mean, I know it's I, a stretch, but. But still? I don't think so. I think that's exactly it. Youth youth has energy, and youth rarely has vision. So right, uh, I, I, no, I think sure, – No, sure, right. I, I think what I mean. youth has a lot yeah. of
1: energy, but no, nowhere to put it. <laughs> They're steamrolling <laughs> you, Trevor.
0: What? It's what all right. right,
3: Trevor. Go ahead. So I <laughs> – um, I, You got to a...
0: fight for scraps on the nightclub, even for me, <laughs> even for me, because I'm still talking. <laughs> I, I, I think
3: it's a play <laughs> on the difference between the old school vampires and the new school vampires, right? Because Deacon Frost has actually been around for like decades, even in this movie. So he's, he's an established vampire working within the framework of the vampire network, right? So maybe at the time he's still following all the vampire rules and, and all their codes and shit like that. Uh, So they basically look at him like the crazy old uncle at the fucking family reunion, right? Where they're just spouting some crazy fucking shit. It's like, oh, there's old Uncle Ted. You know, yeah, the, you know, so-and-so and all this other shit. Um, Whereas they don't agree with him, but he's still part of the vampire empire and he still has his own niece. So they can't outright just destroy him without causing ripples within their own organization and maybe being held accountable for it. Mm-hmm. Um, But I do also believe that the older vampires in their own hubris probably stopped them from going after him and seeing uh that he was an actual problem, right? Mm. Just like when he's doing the research on the on the on the ritual later on, um, you know, the, the older vampire guys basically like, you'll never understand any of that. Nobody can decode that shit. And he just thinks nothing of him, right? He thinks he's a weakling. He's like, oh he'll never get one up on me. And then like shit changes, right? So I think it's it's a big play on the difference between the old school mentality of vampires who sh- are stuck in their ways. It's like, hey, we've been doing this for a thousand years so we're just going to keep doing it this way. And Deacon Frost comes along and he's like, I'm going to play that game and then I'm going to swap it out on you and change it up because I don't agree with what you're doing.
2: Okay. Well, but ultimately you never want to kill one of your own because it weakens your cause, right? I mean, that's as soon as you start killing your own then you then you have infighting and then you are not able to go after... Uh, what is your primary source of problems i mean and for them right now their primary source of problems is blade yeah.
0: and they all yeah. sort
2: of know it but nobody wants to admit it that blade is actually the problem
0: i will and i will give frost this he actually is going after blade and i think maybe that that could be why they let frost stick around to an extent as well like as what what Trevor was saying hell, he, they might they might just becomes... figure
1: blade will take care of him for them Oh that too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but he be- but he sort of becomes the trash man, right? He's just there to take the trash out and he sort of knows it. Like he's just going to he's just a garbage man. He's there just to deal with their problems and not actually be part of the of the the committee that's trying to forward the overall vampire agenda.
0: Yeah, and he is considered someone who's not of pure blood. They keep referencing right. it in the they movie. They always bring
1: yep. it up and it bothers him clearly. Yeah.
0: So that's why he's got a little stick up his ass. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So okay, we we let's get past all that. Uh, I did want a tangent on it for a second because I just I I thought it would. But spark. we can't
1: go too long on it for sure.
0: Yeah, the conversation it sparked was fun though. Um. Yeah. Karen goes back to her apartment where she's attacked by this police officer named Krieger,
4: mm-hmm. and
0: this guy you think he's a vampire, but Blade shows up again like Batman out of nowhere, beats the shit, beats the shit, beats the brakes off that boy. Yeah, he and destroys Karen's (laughs) apartment in the process to which she's like, is this necessary? necessary? (laughs) He's smashing him through her coffee table, destroying her bookshelves, everything. He don't care. Um, I want to
1: say if this movie were made today, there's no way this woman would be named Karen ever.
0: No, no. Karen, the name Karen has
1: too much of a stigma on it.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, because she's a cool Karen. Um, She
1: is. She's one of the
0: good ones. She's taking it back. Hashtag cool. She's Karen. one of the good parents. Yeah, you you learn right here that some of the the humans that work for vampires or have like they're cattle thralls. brands.
1: Yeah, a what now? Mm-hmm. They're thralls. Yeah, that's what they're called. Uh that might not be what they call them here, but that's what uh, they're in the called. Movie? In the movie.
0: yeah, in the movie they call them familiars. Familiars.
1: Okay. okay, thrall familiar. Same thing.
0: That makes sense. That's like a, a Dracula's. Um, Oh, my God, I'm blanking on his name.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's his name? Tom Waits. Yeah, Tom Waits. What, <laughs> what's your y- – y'all, y'all both love him. Uh, Renfield. Renfield, yeah. It's like yes. Renfield. Okay, he's familiar. So they have cattle brands on them pretty much. It's like a stamp that says which vampire this human belongs to. So if, if a vampire goes to suck their blood and they see that stamp, they better not because they'll be stepping on that mafia vampire turf pretty much. Yeah. So they'll leave him alone, and Krieger works for Deacon Frost. Blade's trying to fucking get information out of him, but he gets away because Karen doesn't fully understand the gravity of this situation and stops him from shooting the guy. I just want to
1: say it's hilarious that all the people around them are totally cool with Blade beating up a cop. (laughs) You know, like beating the shit out of the cop, and then the cop runs away and Blade pulls out his gun. To shoot at him, and everyone screams and panics and starts running, and as soon as Blade puts his gun up, everyone's quiet again. The it's world like Gra- is back to normal.
0: It's like Grand Theft Auto. All his stars disappeared. <laughs> yep. Right? Yeah. It really is, <laughs> We're dude. finding out Blade is a lot like Grand Theft Auto, the Matrix edition. <laughs> 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 it's basically what this movie is. Um, yeah, dude. This cop runs away, but Blade ends up tracking him down to this nightclub. Again, you see the vampire sigils that show you there's a safe house nearby. World building, dope yeah. as fuck, man. And I love the use of like tags like that, like a vampire tag, and right. you, you know, like okay, well here is gonna be a, a safe, a safe place for for me to go and vamp out and just be a little vamp vampire boy all night, right? Or girl, a
1: little blood freak.
0: Yeah, you can. Yeah. Out of the pot, hashtag. So uh, Blade and and Karen's tagging along. She's just sticking by his side throughout all this. And they go into the. She's like,
1: You're a hero who seems like you need a liability. You seem like you need a good amount of liability to what you do. So I'm going to follow you, mister. Damn. Does she actually (laughs) say
0: that? No,
1: (laughs) but that's what she's doing. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Liability, Karen. They go in there, and it's like an Asian restaurant, an Asian nightclub. It's My
1: my only note for the movie is for this part, and it's, what in the Hello Kitty is going on here?
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I was like, this does not age well. What the fuck is this? And it's not the only scene. There's another scene coming up later that does the same thing. Yeah. And it's kind of fucked up, and I'm going to point it out because it's what the movie shows us, so I'm going to say it boom don't fucking hate me bitch um so they (laughs) they go through hello kitty nightclub and blade finds krieger in the kitchen and he's fucking him up and he's like tell me where the fuck the entrance is to to the to the place he's trying to get to like the records hall or whatever where where he tells him it's
1: in the freezer he doesn't believe him he smacks him he's like i told you it's in the fridge man so he opens the fridge and finds it
0: I like how he yep. does it too. He looks at the fridge and then he opens it. And from the camera's point of view, you see Blade looking into the fridge and he's like, Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Carol, okay. there's an
0: elevator in the back. I didn't see that before.
2: Hmm. Oh, Silly also,
0: me. dude, Blade beat up people through this nightclub and got to the back by fighting his way there. Karen just walks through. Yeah.
4: yeah. Of
3: course yeah. he does. Yeah, Karen's like, I want to talk to your manager. And fucking they just <laughs> let her go through. <laughs> oh, man,
0: go right to the back. He's in the back in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's downstairs, and he's quite obese. Yeah. Just quite obese. Yeah. Uh down here, Blade and Karen find what's this dude's name? I don't know his name. Pearl. 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 Okay.
1: And his and his first the first noise this boy makes is a fort. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you get vampire farts in this movie, y'all.
2: <laughs> I don't want to talk to you, Blade.
1: <laughs> I'm just playing uh,
2: video games, Blade. Okay. I'm down here
5: minding my nerdy business, Blade.
2: Oh,
0: and he's just <laughs> yeah. Pearls this guy, there.
1: this <laughs> this guy is what I picture. Everyone who's ever written a bad review of the nightclub is this guy. <laughs> Everyone in the future who writes a bad review of the nightclub is this I guy. I was gonna say, thank God we don't have
0: any of them yet. Yeah. Right. Any Maybe
1: future I... nightclub haters, I just want you to
0: know this is you. Your Pearl <laughs> from Blade. Karen's gonna shine a UV light on you for no reason. <laughs>
1: and all your you know he what moved. you know what? He that moved. makes that makes <laughs> Ian our Karen. Because it'll totally be Ian shining the UV light on him, like, get the fuck out of here with this pish. And he's going to be yeah. shining it. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ian's our complaint <laughs> department, yeah. you see. So yeah.
0: down down here, Blade finds um, the vampire Bible and it's the it's, book of Erebus. Yeah. And it's. I want to
1: point out something before we go any further. This is the perfect time. Y'all ready for this? It's mm-hmm. it's stupid, but I'm gonna point it out.
2: <laughs>
1: Erebus is the most hated character in all of Warhammer forty K. <laughs> and and I think he's a swell guy. Oh
0: good. Good. So that's that's why I was
1: so excited to name myself Erebus because of this movie. But I thought that was rad. Book of Erebus. What a fucking name for a vampire Bible.
0: <laughs> Love it. And this wastes no, like y'all were talking earlier about where did the production money go? It went to every single scene in this movie. And this is another one. This set piece where the vampire Bible is displayed just mm. amazingly everywhere. Yep. So fucking dope. Yep. We, we, we did kind of rush over Pearl and his death, but fuck him. Watch the movie. You'll fuck see what Pearl. happens. Yeah. yeah.
1: He gets he gets burnt up,
0: yeah. He get, uh, amazingly, I just want to say but yeah. him him yeah. crispy
1: and fat. Him him the
0: effects the effects were awesome. That boy yeah. a big, that boy a big fucking crackling is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: a that 400, co- a 800 eight hundred
0: pound crackling. That big cochon got turned into a big crackling, big, cu- A big cochon, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, the vampire Bible room. Is not respected by actual vampires because they bust in there. They and don't just give a fuck. Destroy the. Shit they don't out care, of them. dude. <laughs> they. I was like, look at these motherfuckers, these crazy kids. No reverence, no reverence whatsoever. It's like all them people that were tearing statues down. <laughs> they don't care about <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Social commentary. <laughs> oh shit! I'm telling. It's rife. It's rife. So um, maybe it's just a tale as old as time, and Blade reflects it, man. Blade's a fucking – it's a standout movie. Cool. I'm learning more. I'm learning more and more the more we talk about this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Blade gets kind of captured by Quinn and his goons because Deacon Frost sent him out there. We skipped over a scene where uh, Deacon Frost is having like a hipster nightclub party, and he has the same exact room as the fucking nerd game programmer from Grandma's Boy. Yeah, boy. (laughs) Yeah. It's just that all white room and shit, right? Um, so Deacon tasks Quinn would go and capture Blade. He wants him alive, and Quinn's like, uh, "Deek, uh, bro, what do you mean? Uh, uh, uh. No, but, for
1: real though. What, what the fuck are you thinking, Deacon Frost? What, what do you mean? But <laughs> honestly, right. he gets close. We need him. Yeah.
0: yeah, he gets close. Oh, I love this scene where one of the dudes like, "Hey, look, I've got Blade's sword." Little yeah. does he know, Blade has that. That thing guy to- is the most
1: annoying cartoon character of a person I've ever seen. He's just like he's just like I got his pig sticker. Then it blows up, ah. and he's like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> "Yeah, I like how he." It's like it's funny to him almost that his hand got yeah. blown up, and then Blade's like, he starts laughing, and Quinn's like, "What's so funny?" Blade's like, "I'm expecting, I'm expecting company. company." It's such an action movie line. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Because then Grindhouse busts in through the fucking wall. Yeah, he does. (laughs) 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 Well, somebody's got to save your
1: asses. With the blicky, nonetheless.
0: Dude. Chill. Fucking lighten up vampires like it ain't no one's business to cook. They escape with uh, Karen and I think they get a little piece of of Everest there, the little vampire bible. And you get a dope-ass subway scene with with honest tension like mm-hmm. like real tension here for me whenever whenever uh whistler gets in a like a little bit of a pickle blades like don't worry he can handle himself knowing full well he fucking can and he does yeah. he survives and they get away like amazingly from the vampires that are chasing them blade at the last second grabs the fucking subway car that's flying by and they they escape on the subway. I do love how
2: Whistler says, "I'm too goddamn old for this." Somebody get me a goddamn right. wheelchair, because
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's me. Just again, <laughs> Whistler, a wheelchair with the blicky. Later at the hideout, wheelchair uh, blicky. His... <laughs> Later at the hideout, Blade injects himself with the serum that suppresses his urge to drink blood. Um, but the serum is starting to lose its effect on him. Like it's it's not it's not working quite the way he wants it to. But while experimenting with a anticoagulant, Karen discovers that it can explode when it when it combines with vampire blood. So she's creating a weapon right here. And she manages to synthesize a vaccine that can cure infected people, but it won't unfortunately work on Blade because he was born a vampire.
4: Right. So
0: it, it's too late for Blade, but not too late for her. She takes her little her little injection. She thinks though she can cure Blades bloodthirst, but it's going to take a lot of years to, to treat it. It just depends on what she can do. Frost and his men then later attack the hideout while blades away uh, doing some blade shit. I forget what exactly he's doing, but he's, yeah, off doing that's something. another
1: thing. I don't know where the fuck he's supposed to be at at this point.
0: Well, no, he, he was some, it, there is a scene that shows him somewhere. I just don't remember where, I think he was going to pick up a serum. He was going to pick
1: up serum. Then he bumps in afterwards, mind you, He bumps into Deacon Frost, and it's the thing where Deacon has the little girl. And it's
0: it's nothing but Asian people everywhere you look, again. Right, right. And he's talking about them. He's saying they're nothing but cattle for the slaughter. But it's nothing but Asian people. Why did they choose to do this like this? Oh, I don't know. Maybe he's in Chinatown, dude. He is. He is actually in Chinatown. You see the shit, like, the little balloons and lanterns hanging. But I'm like, why did they do this twice in this movie? (laughs) <laughs> like uh, twice i don't you know? know so and dude deacon frost is a piece of shit he throws, yeah, he throws that a little, little girl into
1: traffic and runs away Threw, and through and Wesley still
0: shoots at him dude, so much gunfire in public in this movie it's amazing and he saves that little girl i want to save imagine going home and trying to tell your parents what just happened after that
1: right oh and be like God. our kids on drugs yeah that's when, and I thought it's funny because this is when Frost and his men show up at the hideout. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck was Blade?
0: There is a scene. Trev, you, you, you brought this movie to us. What's Blade doing right here?
3: What's he doing right here, dude? I think he's just traveling,
0: bro. He's in between spots? Okay, that's fair yeah, He's Yeah, he's, he's got to be, right? Because he's out in the day doing shit. He does show up in his car right after this. So, yes, he was yeah. somewhere doing something. They They fucking, they bite Whistler and they take Karen and Blade shows up and sensually sensually man starts rubbing the blood off of fucking Chris Christopherson's neck while he gives his eulogy to himself and it's so sad it's sad but it's sexy at the same time and Blade's thirsty as a motherfucker cuz he's looking at that blood wiping it slow and I'm just like he wants to tear ass right now yep mm-hmm. Whistler demands a gun Grindhouse I want to point out I want to point out <laughs> the gun right here too I wanted because... to ask Grindhouse what kind of gun is it <laughs> Oh,
1: go ahead, Grindhouse. I'm that pretty thing sure is this a... is a, a a prop design. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a prop gun. You're
0: the gun yeah. guy. What's that gun, man? Well, mm-hmm. goddamn thing is all prop
2: guns. I mean, it's it has a little bit of a Desert Eagle feel to it, but then it's just the whole thing, I mean, is like... So rad looking. It looks cool. I, well, I wanted to point out that I love the guns in this movie. They just look good. Oh, well, yeah. But yeah. that's the whole thing, and that's I I honestly where a lot of the... Uh, "Quote unquote," shekels went to this movie. is just oh, making, I'm sure making yeah. shit look just like legit as hell.
0: Yep. Grindhouse takes the gun from Blade, and he uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, th- this is actually a sad scene. Homeboy yeah. shoots himself off camera. He's like, "Fucking
1: run, you stupid son of a no, walk away, you stupid son, of a bitch." <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, he basically turns into like that that mean old man that's shooing mm-hmm. away like a dog, kind of yeah. like we don't want you I anymore. Mean- no
3: Get out I think of here! He is, didn't he want Blade to finish him off? And Blade was like, "Nah, I can't do that shit." Right? Yeah, something like that. And yeah. and he was like, "Fine, I'll do it myself." Get out of here, you cur! I'm like, hmm? oh, shit, okay,
2: <laughs> you fucking cur! <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a whoop ass. There's definitely a whoop ass handed down at the end of this scene. Ah, yeah. Bite mm. me and get it over with. And he's like, mm? not so much. No,
1: he don't bite him. They beat the brakes off of that boy. <laughs> oh, they do beat the brakes off
0: that
2: boy. Oh, all the way. Oh. Fucking the brakes done fell off.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> we get the finale here. The well, the build up to the finale because Blade shows up, and you want like even Deacon Frost is saying, "Why do I hear gunfire? I want him alive." Like the vampires are trying to kill Blade as he's entering the compound, and it's like this is not right. Because by the way, at this point, we're out in the desert in some ancient vampire temple, dope. Uh, right. that was that was constructed explicitly for the uh resurrection of the blood god La Magra. Mm-hmm. And I what... like
1: how he's like, these dummies forgot forgot this thing existed. <laughs> yeah. Just that one little bit of dialogue. These fucking idiots done forgot about
0: this thing. They forgot about <laughs> the old world vampire temples, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. They don't remember how to harness the energy from the blood and resurrect the old gods. Right. Uh this movie's getting cosmic at this point blood magic is at hand so there you go but this blood magic
1: and old gods man absolutely
0: that's what deacon frost his whole mo is here he is using everest the old bible all this research to put this shit together and realize i need the blood of the 12 houses of vampires plus the blood of a (laughs) daywalker to resurrect la magra the blood god and he wants to embody the blood god so he he he. They take Edo Kir like y'all said out to see his first su- his first sunrise. It's the and best. This, I love this, this scene. Is, it's brutal, bro. It's
1: gnarly. Yeah, it's a good kill. It's beautiful. That boy splits open like a fucking.
0: He splits like a sausage. Sausage.
1: Guy. Yeah, he splits like a fucking overcooked sausage, dude. Mm-hmm. Like you microwaved a hot dog for ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true. Extra crispy, the way, the way Trev likes it. Uh, True, true that. So they go there, Blade is fucking breaking in, and he eventually does get subdued because he sneaks into the Deacon Frost room. Wait, how is his room in the desert if that was at the penthouse? I'm confused. Bro, oh. don't
1: ask these questions. Yeah. They they oh. built another No, No, one, no, no, like no, no.
0: Okay, no, no, no. This is what happens. They broke into the pent... He breaks into the penthouse yep. and gets subdued in that's the Deacon was- room okay. by his mother. Da, by da, his mom. Da, da. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I've i always been like, man, why
0: is his mom trying so
1: hard to bang him? This is so weird.
0: Yeah, well... She that, don't care. That, she a vampire. Yeah, that's... That's coming in a, yeah, yeah, why? Oh, man. They, then they bring him to the temple. So the, now they're at the temple, and that's where the fucking family's all there. Blade's mom is just hardcore stepmom in him with the seduction. It's weird. She's
2: still, she's still a hottie, though. Woof. Mama's still a hottie. She is. Oh,
0: his
3: mom's his mom's man. gorgeous, but uh no, man.
2: Yeah. I'd stick
0: her butt. <laughs> stick her butt? Stake her butt. Yeah. Oh, stake, stake her butt. it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Steak it and then bake it. All right, Uh, steak (laughs) and bake. Yeah, bake and bake. (laughs) Blade gets uh, forced into. It's called the Temple of the Eternal Night, by the way. Fucking metal Mm -hmm. as shit. Um, and Frost performs the summoning ritual for Lamagra. He gets the blood of Blade. He gets all the other vampire houses to follow him because he killed. uh, He killed Idukir, Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: uh, they go through with it. And. All of the fucking vampire family dons, all, all the vampire dons, skeletons, PlayStation, PlayStation 1 skeletons fuck. burst out of them. <laughs> With wings? Yeah, dude, yeah.
1: this part was so fucking cool when I was a kid, man. So fucking red. Fuck,
3: it was it was cool when I rewatched it. I was like, Oh yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I don't I even mean, care about the graphics. It like, looks derpy, but I love it. Yeah. I love it. It was amazing graphics for nineteen
0: ninety eight. Like just like with the mummy, I enjoyed looking at it and being like, ah, the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Blade does get drained of his blood, uh, but Karen allows him to drink some of her blood and he's And he she's recovers. like,
1: Don't stop. A lot. Yeah,
3: yeah. It was definitely. It was yeah. definitely. Uh.
2: Well, she does get to. She does get to find a
0: boyfriend again too, though. Remember that. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. That's the payoff. Yeah, Deacon That's the payoff. Pushes yep. her into like a hole, and she uh, falls down into this pit. And you get Deadite Curtis being like. Yeah, give, it,
5: give a second thought, yeah. yeah. Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. That shit's nightmare fuel, dude.
1: It really is. When I was a kid, that scared me.
0: That's the scariest. That scared part of the movie. me. I agree. Yeah. Oh, definitely.
1: And I'm like watching her climb out, and I'm like, "How come that boy don't ever climb out of there?"
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, well, um, she had a she had like a an instrument to help her. She had like a she had a thigh bone, a broken yeah. thigh bone. Oh. Yeah. He was just too dumb to escape. Turns out, too yeah. dumb, to, too dumb to treat, <laughs> well, too dumb to treat her right, and too dumb to escape. And, it, and they kind of make
3: it feel that like not everybody survives the vampire transition, right? Because he was looking like fucked
2: up. Well, that's the whole thing. Some people are just too weak to take it. They yeah. They just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, you want to talk about society these days? There are some people that are just too weak to take it, and they just can't. They don't they don't survive the transition.
3: Yeah. I agree.
0: I agree. Frost that's why complete- we have
3: burlap sex.
0: <laughs> yeah. stomp them dogs. Frost completes the ritual and obtains the powers of La Magra. And at this point, Blade is like, oh, hell no. And he comes back full force after killing his own mammy. He kills his mammy. Mammy done did away with her after she. Quick to too. Fuck him. like, like quick as fuck. He's yeah. just like nah, bro. Not my mama no more. You a little vampire. Uh, and that's her own words. She said that she her that his mom died a long time ago. So yeah, yeah she, she gone. Huh? And uh, Blade jumps down from the top of this temple to the floor like a badass superhero <laughs> leap. Superhero League yeah, I'm and, just going to say it puts the shades on like a boss.
1: Oh yeah. Deacon Dude, Foss, he, he gets the shades cuz you know what? A shithead was wearing his sunglasses. Yeah. And and at first and I love this because when he yep. Quinn yeah, shithead Quinn's like like <laughs> I don't know which hand I'm going to kill you with. <laughs> and he runs <laughs> at him and you get that sweet ass like like monofilament like wire that mm-hmm. he has where he cuts his head off. Catches the sunglasses, turns
0: around and puts them
1: on in one motion. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So fucking rad. I love that scene so much.
0: That's how easy this whole time he could have handled up on Quinn. He was just (laughs) literally letting that boy live so he could fucking maim him again later. (laughs) Literally. He hated (laughs) Quinn, dude. He hated him. Yeah. (laughs) But when, when it came time to cook, he cooked my boy real quick. And yeah, he slapped the shades on, turned around fucking rocky maya via action superhero star style (laughs) and just fucking fought a god he fights a god dude deacon frost has the powers of a god and at first he's like goku he's toying with blade letting blade get some licks in then he's like all right here's my real power and he fucking speed runs all over the place (laughs) and blade has that fucking serum though that karen made and he starts fucking ninja starring that shit into into my boy's body and Deacon Frost at first is like, this ain't nothing, but then it, it becomes way too much. It's just way too much. And Ricky, here's your line:
1: Some motherfucker's always trying to
0: ice skate up here. And he fucking, yeah. he fucking roundhouse, roadhouse, kicks fucking the shit out roadhouse <laughs> kicks in. <laughs> into yeah. his head. And, and, that, and that it was point, a really
3: cool scene, like the, the serum, because the, there's a scene where like all the fucking serum injectors are sticking out of his body, right? But then like you see the serum pour into his body. Like it was really well fucking done.
0: And then that boy swells up like the stay puff. (laughs) (laughs) And he blows up blood. Blows
1: up like the old fucking gushers commercials when the (laughs) the kids would eat the gushers (laughs) and their heads would turn into fruits and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what the graphics for the, the the this kill and the Two karate people that he killed earlier remind me of.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. He gets all those all those cylinders in him, and I think he's actually got one in his dick. If you look at that, looks like he took one (laughs) right in the mushroom
0: head. (laughs) Just Just for good (laughs) measure, (laughs) yeah. Why the hell not? After they survive this shit, Karen's (sighs) way at the top of the temple, and she's like looking at him. And Blades way at the bottom, and he's like, "All right, I'll see you in thirty minutes." And he starts walking up to the top. Yeah, they finally (laughs) get out. And um, she's like, you know, I can make a serum that'll cure you. And he's like, actually, I want you to make an improved version of the blood serum because I want to keep on doing this thing. And the movie ends like that. But this is where if this was a modern Marvel film, the credits would have started rolling. And then we'd see Blade in Moscow. There's some guy that's trying to trick a chick into this fucking vampire dorm because you see the vampire stamp on the wall and blade is speaking russian to this dude <laughs> right nothing is scarier than blade speaking russian bruh <laughs> you're right you're right
1: Maybe <laughs> <me> you. <laughs> starting for frame doverish yeah?
0: <sighs> <sighs> So that was Blade 1998. And um, let's get into final thoughts and ratings, guys. Uh, what do you think, Ricky? Oh, bro. I think it's a goddamn <laughs> 10,
1: boy. No, I, I I, think this movie is super fun. I saw it when I was super young um, at Cajun Campgrounds with Benji and his mom and his mom's boyfriend at the time. And um, I had never met any of them. I mean, obviously, I met Benji, but, like, we were friends, but I never, like, Met his mom and stuff. And we watched that movie, and it blew me away and scared the shit out of me. And it was super cool. Dude, like, this movie's a 10. It's got a lot of nostalgia tied to it, and it's fun. I forgot how fun it is.
0: Fucking A. For me, uh, the lore of the Daywalker, the underground vampire society, the stupidity, the naivete of Deacon Frost and his clan, Wesley fucking snipes. hmm Wow. I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. Trev bringing it to the nightclub, us watching it, and us talking about it. It's the nightclub. It's a 10. It's a 10, cut. Oh, and I want to say the fight choreography, too. Yeah, very Out- impressive. Outstanding. Outstanding. hmm
1: Yeah, man. It's an outstanding flick, dude. This is just a fun-ass movie anyone could enjoy. Literally anyone. Like, it's horror enough to have horror for us, mm-hmm. but, like, my parents liked it, you know?
2: so there you go well this movie is what all of the current marvel movies wish they could be fun, (laughs) entertaining (laughs) uh high production value good characters good story good lore so it's literally the opposite of everything marvel has made for the last 15 years because they're all fucking garbage shot Um, on
0: location (laughs) (laughs) yeah well not in front of a green screen um
2: (laughs) so break it break it down to being a horror fan okay um this movie is fucking brilliant in every way that a horror movie can be fucking brilliant. You've got a fucking brilliant character. You've got a brilliant fucking sidekick. You've got a brilliant um, lady in waiting slash lady in arms. Um, you've got a uh, antagonist who you fucking Ooh. love to hate. You have yeah. got a giant belly full of weird vampire job of the hut thing that is just like the keeper. <laughs> it's 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 fucking amazing. It's amazing. Now oh, I'm, I'm
4: gonna
5: no stop longer
2: bleed. Yeah. I'm gonna stop just short of calling it a ten and I'm gonna call it a nine and a half just because I gotta have a little bit of dignity for myself. <laughs> this oh, movie's, oh movie's fucking amazing. Movie's fucking amazing. It's okay. Absolutely
1: amazing. Okay, fair enough. Okay, Frank.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, I'll 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 go ahead and throw in that other half for Grindhouse and I'll give it a ten and a half. So we can average that bitch out to a ten. Yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, it's, a
3: fucking, it's a fucking great movie. Um, y'all all said it right. The acting's great. The action's great. The horror elements to it are great. Um, the lore building, the world building's great. Um, it made me want to watch more, right? And that's kind of yeah. what you want from this kind of movie. Um, as far as like the Marvel stuff and everything, I mean. One of the OGs, as far as Marvel's concerned, you have this, and you have what, like Spawn, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And, yeah! and I mean spawn, those those man. are to talk those about are that kinda, movie one day, yeah.
3: bro. Oh, what? So like, little boy,
1: but, you're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> like that, perfect. But, but,
3: <laughs> one thing I do want to point out is is like a lot we see, especially from like Marvel, is is they don't like to lean into our ratings, and this movie right. is a perfect example of. Lean into that shit if it calls for it, right? Right. Um, You know, just like Deadpool and Logan, which were fucking R-rated films that made tons of money. Blade also made 10s. three times. Yeah, yeah. Blade, Blade made three times its fucking cost. Like, if you put the, the effort into this movie, it's you're going to get Ugh. your money back, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, 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 I mean, you know, maybe one day we can expound on the Blade trilogy, I, I uh, like the other movies, some part two. more than others. G- but Guillermo del, del Toro two, did
0: too, man. Yeah. They got that sweet yeah. face. Vampire yeah. fucking. Part dude. two is.
1: Honestly, so, I like um, part two better, personally. <laughs> I might. I, I
2: might. So I need
3: to rewatch. Uh, need but what re-watch I will say too. is, I already had a very high opinion of this movie before I rewatched it recently, and then I watched it again, and my mm-hmm. opinion went higher. Right? So, I mean, nice. it was already kind of a 10, but it's just like, like I'll give that 10 Ooh, point wow. drive, right? Like, it's fucking. It kind of surprised me what I forgot as far as the quality of the movie, and um, that's one of the reasons that I just, I just love it. I'm glad I brought it to y'all Um, it's awesome talking about it.
0: I wouldn't have watched this movie again for a long time, If it, and that's why right. sometimes I like doing these where a movie that I wouldn't have picked gets brought to the table, and I get to fucking have a great conversation with y'all about it, and it it, it seems to always elevate the movie, which is – I love yeah. that because I want to love – these movies more than than mm-hmm. initially, so I want to enjoy what I'm watching, and next time I watch this movie, I'm going to be like, look how Grand Theft Auto Matrix this shit is. It's going to be the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the best. Um, so that's a 10 from me, a 10 from Rick, 9.5 from Grindhouse, and a 10.5 from Trev. <laughs> So nightclub ten out of ten. The nightclub
1: crypt calls it a perfect ten. No, no, we
0: don't have a crypt over here. Grindhouse already came out of that thing. That thing ain't, ain't closing for a long time. No, what the now. fuck? <laughs> No, I came I came, oh, I came on him. the crypt. On yes, the
2: crypt. exactly. Yes. Several yes. times. Several, times. several
0: yeah. times. We're all coming on the crypt tonight. Get nutted on crypt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Don't touch it. Don't touch that crypt. Your fingers will get sticky, I promise you. <laughs> Nutting on some crypts, huh? All the bloods yep. are happy about that. Blood gods happy. <laughs> blood gods happy. <laughs> yeah. well, let's make the blood god a little bit happier. Um we're gonna reopen the Midnight Codex once again to sign another name in Blood dooming another soul to an eternity of trash horror movies intense gummy highs and insane mindless laughter <laughs> for you trevor i've added a plate of chicken nuggets to sweeten the dill sorry about eating yours years ago <laughs> <laughs> trevor jordan blanchard do you accept the offerings and do you bind your soul to the nightclub fuck yeah i do let the indoctrination begin
3: the part where we Oh okay. Mm-hmm. We play music. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: I thought it was the part where we this shake is, our titties. No, this is the part where this is the part where Trevor has to give up one of his nuts so Travis could be whole again.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm
3: telling you man, it's all about the Wi Fi ball man.
1: Dude, wifi you need a Wi
0: Fi nut, dude. <laughs> oh, can I change the channel? Can I be like, hey Google <laughs> and then my ball. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes,
2: bro.
0: <laughs> I'm all for it then.
1: The perfect blend of technology and flesh (laughs) I'm Tetsuo
0: now (laughs) (laughs) first we have three questions for a TJB is it too fast or is it too furious too furious Eh, Uh, can you give us an analogy for ADHD oh
3: it's like chicken without the skin Oh. Chicken nuggets without the and,
0: oh Okay, you kind of saved yourself halfway through the end. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. How would you describe the nightclub? Cosmic as fuck. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh. So, Aww. with that being said, everybody, let's oh, raise so a toast.
2: Every time we add somebody, we cut the number of questions in half because I had way more fucking questions than that. I think I got. <laughs> well, let's one go. Right. And let's you still let me in. Oh.
0: Jesus Christ. You had, you had, three, you had oh. three questions.
2: No, I, I don't had the, remember. No, I had a lot of questions,
0: and I got most of them wrong. Well, Grindhouse, um. <laughs> ask Trevor another question. Ask him. Yeah, ask him yeah, him yeah let's go. Ooh, 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 give me, give me
2: the, the question. question. I want to ask
0: one, too. I want to ask right, one, too. Go right, ahead. Let's do it. You don't get a toast oh. yet,
2: bitch. Okay. So, Trevor, <laughs> if you were asked by the Gods of the Nightclub to sacrifice one testicle so Travis Maxwell Boone could be a whole human being again, would it be... A Google Wi-Fi ball or would it be an Apple iPhone ball? Oh, it's a Google. It's a
3: Google Wi-Fi ball because we're not we're not,
0: we're, we're,
3: we're not going with the mainstream Apple. Fuck that.
0: It's got to be an Android ball, man.
2: That's uh, well, oh.
0: I'm an Android
2: guy. Uh, well, he only gave me okay. two options. It's
0: a trick question. Those are the only yeah. two options. <laughs> yeah, I thought Android nightglo- was Google. It's the night it everything's a trick. Google, Google. Google hey, <laughs>
2: okay, Travis, Google, Google is Android just for the yeah. record, so
0: he's, he's, <laughs> to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so technology, not your thing. Got it. Okay. Okay. I got one. <laughs> okay. On the inside of your testicles,
1: Ooh. how many sperm cells do you have? in one testicle.
3: Over 9,000. Perfect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that makes me happy.
0: <laughs> ah. Alright, yeah. so there it is, guys. Trev, you are now bound to the nightclub. You are part of the show, sir. Let's raise a toast, raise a glass, raise a nutsack to Trevor Jordan Blanchard. Thank you for being here. Please uh,
2: nobody raising that sack because I just <laughs> I, I don't have an image tonight. I'm too tired. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I fundamentally believe that vampires are stupid, and I don't know why anybody would like them. On the <laughs> off chance that you do, go and watch Blade.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Much like Twilight, shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> what? What <No, laughs> What are you talking about? No, leave it. It's perfect. Leave it in, but
5: God, it.
3: <laughs> wow. Okay.
4: Huh.
1: When you're in New York, keep your gun in your coat. Otherwise, you're going to get them stars, cuz. Them stars going to pop up, and Grand Theft Auto police
0: going to get you. <laughs> embrace the Matrix, embrace the Grand Theft Auto. Keep cutting up and stay spooky. Laissez le bon temps <laughs> rouler, chat.